It's the Hoosier Sophisticated Show. Question all the things that you know. Steve likes the weed. Steve likes the weed. Talk about DMT. The DMT. Hoosier Sophisticated Show. The Hoosier Sophisticated Show. Hoosiers with the dreams. Sophisticated blasphemy. It's the Hoosier Sophisticated Show. Question all the things that you know So let's set our minds free for the singularity It's the Hoosier Sophisticate Show The Hoosier Sophisticate begin this mindfulness meditation on gratitude, start with something simple you are experiencing at this moment. It could be the sight of a tree swaying gently in the wind, or the warmth of sunlight on your skin, or maybe the experience of comfort from the chair you are sitting in, or the simple wonder of pausing in the midst of our busy life to engage with this practice right now. Choose one thing to notice and allow it fully into your experience. Let appreciation and gratitude arise and fill your body and mind. Now think of someone you don't know well, but who has supported your experience today in some way. Could be a bus driver, the person who stacked the fruit in the grocery store, or the author of the book that you are reading right now. Allow yourself to feel how you've benefited from the gift of their work. Allow yourself to feel appreciation and gratitude. Think about the tools that you use that support your work and your life. Your computer, your books, buildings, equipment. Choose one thing and consider all that was needed for its creation. Appreciate and feel gratitude that you have access to these tools. Feel gratitude for people you work and live with. Think of a particular person whose work or effort directly supports your work and life. Appreciate their contribution, their good intention, saying in your mind to them, thank you. Now bring to mind someone you care about. Picture them in your mind. Think about what this person means to you, what you appreciate about them, who they are, what you have an experience together, the experience that they've had in your life. As you imagine them, notice what feelings you are experiencing, what sensations you detect in your body 
especially those in the area of your heart. Let yourself express gratitude towards them, thanking them for being who they are and for their presence in your life. Imagine them receiving your gratitude. Now bring to mind something in particular you are grateful for today. Feel the appreciation and gratitude for its presence in your life. As you bring these things to mind for what you're grateful, allow yourself to rest in the experience. When you cultivate the practice of gratitude, you may even find yourself able to be grateful for difficult or unpleasant experiences. If you'd like to bring to mind an experience in your life that is challenging, one for which you'd like to be able to express gratitude, offer your gratitude and appreciation. Thank this challenge for what it may offer you. Gratitude for our body. Gratitude for our mind. Gratitude for the simple fact of being alive at this moment. Finally, appreciate the opportunity to pause and experience this very practice of gratitude in itself. For all that you have brought to mind during this meditation. For all of the countless gifts in your life. Say thank you. To all the people to all that is around you and part of you, for all that you have experienced in your life, for all of this, thank you. Allow the sense of gratitude to fill you completely as you breathe in and breathe out. Settling on the breath right here, right now, fully alive and present in this moment. Finish with a full deep breath in, and a long, slow breath out. Gently and slowly open your eyes and return your awareness to the place where you are. If you'd like to extend the practice of gratitude meditation, cultivate the habit of thinking something you feel grateful for every morning right when you wake up. If it helps, feel free to write it down in a journal. You might also try expressing appreciation today to a person for whom you feel grateful. Simply saying, thank you. Good morning. Want to play it? Try to get at you. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Want to play it? Get it attitude. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it. When I'm rolling home dawn and my moon dance song, I roll the best blunt because I gotta go with on what? Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Hoosier Fiscus show. Hoosier Fiscus. Welcome to the Who Fisticate. Who Fisted It show. Welcome to the Who Fisted It. Oh, no. What'd you do? I probably should have turned on the stream deck. We might have just lost everything. Why are you breaking everything? Because when I switched the fucking scene collection in stream deck. Fuck. Oh, you switched the scene collection? Just in stream deck to where it. Uh, Can you guys still hear us? Hey. Uh, hey, hey, we're there back. We go. Is that it? Is oh, we're we back? 
Is that we're happening? Good. I think we're good. I don't know if I should do this anymore, though. So we're just gonna we're gonna do it the hard way today, bud. Oh, that's the only way I know how to do it. It's hard. We're do it the hard way today. And now. long. I so welcome to the welcome to the Who Fisted It show. I'm not seeing anything on your screen that's, though. That be, that's behind here. It's all right. Don't worry. It's just keep talking. There. They know what's going on. See, there we are. Welcome to the morning time. Here you can't see you. Welcome well, to the morning show time. We're good. Got both now. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the Who Fisted It show. We're going to smell each other's fists. Oh, man. This is my favorite uh, show. It's like a, this is, it just screams the holidays to who, me. Can you name who in the group? Oh, that's... I think that's... Uh, that's Mike Lore. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. You were at that. You were at the hideaway ding, last ding, night. Let me get your. Dennison. Simple, simple, simple. That was simple. It's simple. Smells like CBG. Your fist smells like CBG, man. Looking great. Well, you got the sex, drugs, rock and roll background. I'm not going to fault you for that right now because, you know, you've been here for a while and you've been doing your thing and. Everyone's been laughing, having a great morning, because that's what we do here at Hoosier Sophisticate. We have a great mornings, and we have fun. Yeah, and uh, thank you for joining along. If you're watching on Facebook, all of you are watching on Facebook, watch on Twitch. Watch on Twitch. Why not watch on Twitch? Why not try Twitch? Because Facebook, we had someone on the show last night. I don't know if you saw last night. Did you see last night's show? Uh, not, oh, you were there. Not in this dimension. You were there. Um, but we had Seth Ferrani on. Uh, he spent, what, 22 years in prison? 21. 21 years in prison. First time offender. Nonviolent. Acid and... LSD and marijuana. Marijuana. Oh, man. And we were in the same room with him last night. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't murder both of us. Weren't you? I Yes. Somebody who does drugs... That looked pretty cool. I'm going to do it. It doesn't dilute, though. It will. It will? It will. I'm going to stir it up. <laughs> I'm just throwing about 1,500 milligrams. Oh. Some I'm going to put some concoctions in my stuff, you know? Merry, merry fistmas. <laughs> Herpy gets it. Last night's show was great. Guys, thanks, Kush Coach. Uh, <laughs> Herpy does get it. He, he he's, uh, he's uh, You've met Herpy, right? No. Oh, you just did, did the, the I just queen, queen drop? Guys, what we got to do right now before we can really get going. I tried to gotta, fucking meet people. We got to get all lubed up with our native hemp extract. Uh, this one is the CBD, CBG, um, um, the new 1,500 milligram CBD, CBG I'm going to take the special blend. It's so good. I put the 1,500 milligram take the special blend. mint, which is just, this is the <laughs> stuff straight off of the, out of the testing lab. Uh, this stuff came straight from the Lake Pontchartrain Bridge. From the Lake Pontchartrain Bridge. Where I go down to Norm. We got a lot of, lot of good feedback for uh, old Sergey. Sergey and Hyler. They, right they got a lot, of, uh, a lot of play. Right, right, right. Uh, you, uh, so maybe we need to re, uh, revisit nah. our friends in the, nah. in the Great White North. We just keep, we bust them out all the time. We just have characters we forget about. Lazarus? Had me laugh at my ass when a picture of you popped up, and I was like, this is hell. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my favorite things ever. Lubed up for fists, and good morning. Uh, who 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 all's in here? We got... Uh, Welcome to Fist Talk Man, AM. Blunt Man to Kill, Jen Elgin, Cush uh, Coach, Ginger Bromley, Worldwide Funny Man. Facebook latency is so bad. Also, Facebook is run by lizard people. Let's be honest, guys. 
we've we've tried to just tiptoe around through the tulips. Uh, tiptoe through the tulips. We try to do that. Uh, and we try to just kind of, uh, you know, go respect everybody and and, and, and beat around the bush, beating around the bush. I'll beat around your content. tush. The bottom line is, is there are reptilian overlords running Facebook? <laughs> okay? They're lizards. And it's simple. Uh, right now, like their little their little lizard babies are probably running Twitch and the other ones. Yep. But little but tadpoles. Can, you know what I can do? I can handle a baby. Yep. I'll handle a baby a, lizard. A baby lizard gives me some guff. You know what I do? <laughs> I'll kick the fucker into the river. I'll kick it, baby. You ain't, yeah. got, you ain't got nothing to worry about. Hey, if Komodo Dragon, though, the Komodo Dragon that is Facebook yes. right now, yeah. you going to fuck with that? Yeah, you going to fucking fight smog? I guess. Blood. We are to a certain extent. We do every day. It's like, <laughs> it's like putting your dick on the table and finding a heavy blunt object, like mm-hmm. a cinder block. Mm-hmm. And it's not enough to just... It'll push scrape down it on the cinder block and just kind of mash it. You got to twist and, it. You got to What you need to do is raise it a good six, seven, eight feet up and drop it on there. Drop it a corner. Just a corner of drop it. Drop it onto the glands. Onto the glands. Just part. directly yep. onto the glands. Yep. That's what it That's feels what we like do. broadcasting to Facebook. Every day we do Every that. Every fucking day. <laughs> Every single one. But I'll tell you what the deal is. We're starting to change. Everybody's changing. Yeah. If you can change, if yeah. I can change, it all we started can all with change. the Tupac song for me. Mine still. Let's see no changes. Man. And then uh, you know what I did? I, I immediately changed. went and started a Twitch account. I changed Good immediately. Good for you, man. Yeah, that's the hologram. That's, that's the Tupac much, hologram. It was the hologram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was too time. young to get it when he was still kicking. I know. I was just like, yeah, yeah sing more. I was just like, yeah, pop songs. Make another movie, man. Juice was great. I'm. I'm. Never mind. I'm an idiot. <laughs> part of me wants to hear where your brain was taking you there, but the other part of me wants to hear. Oh, some lyrics to a rap song. <laughs> Facebook <laughs> analytics can suck a donkey dick. Feeling the struggle. Yeah. And I mean, to be honest with you, I'm starting to feel bad for donkeys. Because. <laughs> Don't wh- feel bad for donkeys. No, They're I, always getting their dicks sucked. Well, that's what it feels like. It's like They're always getting their dicks sucked. Can you imagine, like, the greatest thing that can, like, like physically happen to you? Like, it just becomes this thing that everybody uses to explain a bad experience. Like, you know, how bad is sucking a donkey dick, really? I mean, if we're getting if we're getting down to it, if we're the brass tacks of things here, you know, everything that we come across that just kind of sucks, it either sucks a donkey dick or blows goats. I mean, what's the problem here? Never seen such a tight fit and cap. Well, it's kind of a weird cap. It's a, uh, it's got. I've never seen such. It's a got no seams. Cap. You'll notice this is a seamless cap. I sell merch, bud. I sell merch, so I try different stuff all the time. The reason I wear this one is because I dig the people over at Mo Green's Wellness, and uh, whenever I was doing some other hats for them, Richardson One Twelves, like the Hoosier Sophisticate hats that are available at HoosierSophisticate.com in the merch section, uh, I wanted to uh, run their logo, their embroidery digitization on an actual hat. And so I put it on there. So listen here, Mr. Funny Man. Hey, funny guy. You thought you're a real funny guy? <laughs> we got a regular fucking Bob Saget on yeah. our hands here. Yeah, were you Rodney Dangerfield, <laughs> pal? I get no respect over here. Yeah. Hey, hey, my wife uh, has a goatee. <laughs> she does. Why is sucking is- donkey dick so bad? Oh, because I bet, I bet it would be bad if I had to guess. If I had to guess it's sucking a dunk. If I had to guess it's sucking a donkey dick. Know. I'm guessing that's going to be a rough go. Why? 
Because it's fucking aggressively in your face and probably a little hairy. The way to go at it with a donkey is clearly the Amazon position. It's clearly like you're gonna lay a, a, donkey, a donkey on, on its, its back. back. You're not I gonna am, get gonna, a donkey I'm to lay on its back. Legs up. I am. You're not you don't going know to do what it. I'm capable of in the You bedroom, got a trank sir. dart? I'll, I'll thank you. You got a tranquilizer gun? Personal affairs, okay? I don't think you got the fucking nuts. You don't think I got the sack to Amazon position? A you donk? Ain't, you ain't got the sack, Jack. <laughs> Hour two, Craig's gonna Amazon position a donkey. We don't have hat shame around here. Go get him. Get him, J.A. Evans. Get him. This is a goofy hat. That I, hat, though? That head? It's a Mark this Messier hat, type head I was right say, there. This, ha- this hat is actually quite normal. It's just that I'm stretching Look it Look at a, my head. It's like I'm stretching it on a globe. I don't want to point this out because I don't think people will be able to actually watch <laughs> the show anymore if I point this out. Craig wears a size 9 hat, which they don't even make no. necessarily. I mean, they do if you go to like the country western store. Yeah, I wear a size 3, which my 11-year-old son already wears a 6 and yeah, 3 quarters. Yeah, you're like the dude in, at the end of Beetlejuice. No doubt. The guy whose head just shrinking or whatever. <laughs> a lot of those people freak me out. Well, that's that right. I room. think that's what they're supposed Were to do. Were they trying to do that? Because I felt freak, like... To freak you out? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think... Is so. it a scary movie considered? Beetlejuice? Uh, it can't be considered a horror uh, movie. Uh, no, it's not a horror movie. It's a comedy. It's a dark comedy. Dark comedy. Yeah. Scary? Is scary and horror movies different? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I guess that's also... Because I think there's gory movies. Yeah, there's gore. There's, and then there's, there's horror movies. <laughs> Horror movies. I just bring back the gratuitous titty in horror movies. You know what I mean? That was great. It's uh, if I knew I was saddling up for an '80s horror movie, you knew you were gonna get a little. I was tit. gonna get in on a pert set of little tit. knockers, but yeah, I know. And, and and women, I'm not trying to objectify you, but just for a second, I'm objectifying. Titties are you. great. Their titties are the best. I love tits. I'm a fan. I'll of admit the it. I'm a I'm a fan of I'm the sorry. breast. I I know it's controversial to say it. I know there's not a lot Nobody's of people gone on that record. are willing to go out there and be like, hey, I like boobs. I like boobs a lot. But I'm, I'm going to be the first one to tell you. I'm going to look in this camera and say, ladies, dump them out. We're pro boobs. Dump boob. them out. Send them in to Hoosier Sophisticated Gmail. Don't do that. That's you. true. Send them to Craig. No, send, no, them, to, I send like, them to the Sophisticated. I like it. I like my wife's <laughs> boobs always. The so gross. Send them to, I'll tell you what. Send them to our wives. They'll send them to us. This is how we That's get around hot. It. This is how we get around That's it. hot. Send, dump your boobies out. Send them to our wives. Uh, they're already getting all the dick pics from all the guys yeah, in the group. Yeah, which is kind of so. weird. Kind of weird. I don't know. We, I look, mean, we look at them together. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we seems like <laughs> seems like we're pretty good about getting you guys to send those to us to filter to yeah. our wives. So maybe yeah. we can... Oh, maybe we can... Hey, guys, let's play Name That Butthole. Name that Butthole. Everybody oh, sends a picture of their yeah, hole. I'll tell you what. Kush name Kush that can't play. Kush Butthole. Because he fucking wins every time he knows everybody's butthole. He does? He does. He's a, uh, he's like that he's a, show numbers. <laughs> yes. Except with buttholes. He stumped the Schwab. <laughs> but, oh, okay. <laughs> you can't get one past Kush Coach. You can't. He's, he specializes in uh, uh, mid-century knots. Stump the Schwab. Stump the Schwab. You remember that one? Does he know famous knots, too? That's what I'm saying. That's actually what postmodernist knots is his oh, specialty. That's what he went yeah. to. That's what he wrote his thesis on. Guys, we got chairs now. We don't have to stand all morning. So that's why we're bringing you better quality content today. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. <sighs> Guys, it's the morning time. We're trying to do something. 
No one else is doing. I listen to radio shows on the way here. What the fuck? We've just allowed radio shows to turn into this garbage this in the morning. It's amazing. To it's me. like, hey, man, you remember on Twitter? What's one place? What's one place that ages you? Name a place that's closed that ages you. Wasn't that a fun game? Queen Actually, that's not bad. That's not Queen a bad thing. We're going to do that, too, actually, on the text line. Um, <laughs> Let's that listen on to morning shows. I want all of you to report in. What's a skit that you've heard on a morning show? That you want we're us to do it. Do it better. We're going to do it better. Oh. 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 Watching your slow death. <laughs> that is something you would do, you sick pervert. What's the most perverted thing you've ever done? <laughs> the most perverted thing I've ever done? I jerked off in church. Did you really jerk off in church? I couldn't even take a shit in church. 100% dude. I did. They had these fucking crazy. Uh, <laughs> 100%, 100% I did. Proud of it too. I don't know if I'm proud of it, but uh, you can't. Well, it's like that was when I really just looked my Catholic shame, my Catholic guilt right yeah, in the eyes. Yeah, and said, a, well, if this is real, we might as well see have what we can do with it. <laughs> So I excused myself, and we had these fucking, like, uh, really weird bathrooms in our church. Down there. They, they were straight-up BDSM fuck palaces. You had to walk down, like, a spiral What's concrete up with that? staircase down Ours into, were the, fucking, weird too. Down into the, the bowels of this fucking uh, uh, concrete beast. You jerked off in the middle of church? Right in the middle of a sermon, bud. I've heard the story. We've heard the fucking, come on, give me a little flavor here. Is there a new cast? And the priest is like, and then Mary. seen it. How then, many times can I watch it? Then Mary Magdalene's heaving no! chest. No! <laughs> yeah, I did it. I'm not afraid of it. Did you have a loud orgasm in the bathroom? I have loud orgasms everywhere I go. <laughs> I sound like a yodeler. <laughs> right at climax, though. Yeah. So, something like that. That's maybe. easily the most perverted thing I've done. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, I, I got nothing. You know, I'm, a, here's, I'm a pig. I'm a pig. You know? I, I'm, uh, I'm you ever a, jerk off in the car? Like while driving? Yeah. Yeah, I think I've done it both seats, actually, if I had to guess. Yeah. Sure. So driving from the passenger seat, jerking off. So one foot on yeah, the pedal, one foot. The, of the, <laughs> With the fucking gear Dude, shifter. One foot in both worlds, bud. The gear shifter. One foot. I'm sitting on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you get it. Second. I'm trying Third to get a donkey mission in, in, in gear, Amazon position. <laughs> you get it. Yeah. You yeah. can shift it with I your it. with your kegels. Why no sub button that Hoosier Sophisticate? Uh, uh, because we're new to this. We're what does fucking, that mean? We're dumb. We no, no sub button on 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 which platform? What does that Twitch, mean? Twitch, on the on the live broadcast. What does you that tell mean? me what you want, funny man, and I'll make it happen. You want me to add one to our Twitch? Worldwide, I- funny man. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. We guys, you guys still good on Twitch? Uh, Everybody still good on Twitch? Spaghetti. It looks like we're still good on Twitch. We're still good it was on just Twitch, guys. Computer. It was just we're good. It was Craig. 
Guys, it was Craig. Uh, I'm not sure how to add a subscribe button, but I'll do it before the end of this day. Tomorrow morning right when now, you bud. tune in, there will be a subscribe button. We'll add it right to this. Did you share uh, it in the group? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So we stream, uh, just to let anybody know who's joining us for the first time, we stream on Facebook, we stream on Periscope, we stream on YouTube, we stream mm -hmm. on Twitch. We try. Uh, and you can find us any there. You can go to anywhere at any of those platforms. <laughs> you can find them any there. You can go anywhere. There. Um, you can go to com. You can listen to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere you listen to your podcast. Hoosier Sophisticate is available there to you. Uh, let's see. What else can you do? You can follow along, uh, yeah, at, at Hoosier Sophisticate on Instagram. You can call us and we'll do a Mycelial live show. Mycelial Media on YouTube. Uh, if you so, call us, we'll just talk to you and it'll be like a live show. Yeah, we will do that too. Someone just says, I'll goop. I'm good on Twitch. Oh, with money. Costs Thanks, like five man. bucks. I'll, uh, I will... I'll put it on there. We'll get it on there today, bud. Sports sounds like it's worth five bucks to me, pal. Five. Uh, five. Okay, fine. I don't want to get too famous on Twitch. Yeah, dude. I don't want to get too. Did you click on, on one of those links yet, where you get a bunch of million get, I'm followers? Buy all of those followers. I'm buying all of the the weird character followers. Um, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do it for me. I'm gonna do it for me, bud. That's what, what I like doing? about what you. Got here. These twenty-five milligrams. Yeah, Delta Eight, dude. Delta, Delta, 8. 8. Delta Eight. Oh, hold on, mind. dude. Hundred messages. Ah, ah. Oh yeah, that one works. That one works. We're at hundred messages already. Yeah, holy well, crap! Well, fuck. We let's go. go. One, two, ready, dance. <laughs>
Because they can be. Because you want to know why? I'll tell you why. Because tell the me people why. that are in charge of enforcing cannabis law don't know their ass from a fucking hole in the ground. You right? said it. I said it. You said it. They don't know any <laughs> fucking thing they're talking oh about. Oh my Not word. only are they are we task tasking them with policing cannabis use, we're also asking them to roll out programs. We talked about it last night on the show. We should maybe bring our morning listeners up to speed. Should we? Just a little bit. Okay, morning listeners. You know, morning we're listeners bring here you still. We talked about it a little bit last night. Uh, the Missouri cannabis, uh, uh, the Missouri government is, they're just not going to grant any more licenses. Because if they do. It'll be insane. There's going to be so much black market weed, man. There'll be too be much so medicine. Much. Too much. Too and much we medicine. can't have medicine. We can't have copious amounts of it. Uh, for a very affordable Well, it would just be dumb. Price. It would be dumb to have too much weed that could potentially be turned into something like RSO, you know, where people that are on cancer protocols, you know, who need at least a gram a day of, uh, of FICO oil. It would just be stupid to have like a bunch of that sitting around available, maybe even giving it to entire wings, uh, cancer wings in hospitals, Siteman Center. You know, that would be really dumb. And maybe you can send it to labs that are already doing tests. And they're getting their cannabis from uh, Mississippi, from the University of Mississippi, or is it Ole Miss? Or? Uh, it is from Ole Miss, o sir. Ole Miss. <laughs> we, grow, we grow the finest moldy uh, grass clippings, clippings in you have all ever the land. smoked in <laughs> uh, all of Dixie. Have sir. you ever heard of the Mississippi River Delta? <laughs> yes, that's where we're going. It's and we are... Uh, we are growing a, a copious amount of... Uh, turd bud is what we call turd, it. It is. It's the old Mississippi mud bud. <laughs> the old Mississippi mud. Oh, Mississippi mud bud. I'm having a good day today. I smoked some Mississippi Woo. mud bud. I'm Woo. starting to feel a little loopy. Woo. Oh, that must be all the mold. I'm smoking mold. Um, yeah, our gal, Dr. Sue Sisley. Shout out. Shout out. FB. Our gal. Um... Sue Sisley, she tried to, she had a bunch of veterans. Her patients kept coming up to her and saying, hey, uh, I know you got me on a bunch of pills. I know you got me on everything. Yeah. That's not really working. When I smoke weed, cannabis, marijuana, whatever the street name sure. may be for it for you, because sure. we're just trying to figure this out. I'm being honest with my doctor right now. Yep. It helps. Cannabis helps. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm a doctor. I, my only skin in the game is to help these people. They're telling me it helps. I better do some research. She jumps through all the fucking hoops to get through the research over all the fucking bureaucracy, all the things she has to do. Gets to a point where she can do this. She can do a test. Then they say, well, here's the weed you're going to give your patients that you can document it's like a uh, mulsified fucking just ground up well at first it wasn't remember You're right. oh yeah, yeah 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 at first they give her these these clippings which she had a a, a picture of it i sh i swear to the lord almighty they looked like grass clippings not shitting you the worst bag of weed you've ever gotten in your life <clears throat> even if you've been smoking since the days of swag and the guys and gals that were telling her it was working, they had better shit in their hand that said, please, this is the shit I'm smoking. Don't make me smoke this shit. So she starts to complain to the uh, either FDA or DEA. She had to get permission from one of them, remember? 
And they said, and she actually wins this court battle, but that was the whole thing, that she just won the court battle. Nothing will change from it. She has to make a decision as a doctor saying, do I continue this study knowing that this weed is moldy? And they go, well, we'll give you different stuff. So they cr- uh, pulverize it everything. into a powder. Stems, leaves, buds, everything. That's how they tested it on our veterans. That's how they did it. They, they said, hey, hey, Sue Sisley, here's some pulverized cannabis. Tell us what happens. The results weren't what she was expecting. No, they were awful. And I think we but, can we, but we know why the weed that they were using wasn't weed. There were no, no trichomes present. Nope. There was, I mean, it was vi- there was visibly a moldy bud, and and it's like it's it's just a fucking insult. It's an insult to 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 all of our intelligence. It's like, first off, we have to get it through these gatekeepers. You have to test this plant, which no fucking plant in the history of mankind has been studied as much as cannabis. I know. None. Nothing has fucking been studied this extensively. And it's all as like, all so that we can just get like a fucking crumb given to us from the from these fucking overlords that like all of a sudden they're going to start acknowledging it. They acknowledge that, uh, you know, cannabis can cause apoptosis in fucking cancer cells. They acknowledge it. What they don't acknowledge is, uh, well, because of the way that the federal government's been set up, like that is the that is so fuck. When I think of the government, I think of the the fucking people who supposedly brought us to the moon, and is, are working <laughs> on all of the greatest fucking problems in the universe. If they can't get this right, we're, I'm gonna just I tell know. you something. Armageddon, <clears throat> all of that, it's a farce. If there's a fucking rock hurtling towards the earth, we're fucked. Yeah. We don't have people capable of fixing it because we still can't decide whether or not this completely innocuous plant that makes people feel better, potentially saves their lives, has no LD50, no overdose uh, implications, and nothing like that. We can't decide whether or not that should be legal. I promise you that same government doesn't have a fucking plan for whenever some fucking space rock is, is, <laughs> is on a fucking trajectory to blow us up. Yeah. And when that fucking news comes out, there ain't no Bruce Willis coming. There ain't no Harry Stamper coming with a big old fucking pipe. Ben Affleck, where's he at? Life. Ain't happening. No. Okay? Michael Clark Duncan? Nope. Maybe. Um, He's, I think, yeah, I know. He come back as an angel is what I mean. Um, we saw that it in the House they voted, and they're like, yeah, we're going to federally legalize the, the Moore Act. Here we go. <clears throat> It'll die. It'll in the die. Senate. It'll die <clears throat> a fucking... It won't even be a slow death. So, It'll die like getting hit by a fucking city bus. Do the Republicans... I, I asked this question just as someone who doesn't pay much attention to politics at all. Yeah. Never really has. But I love to... I love little snippets of it. You know, yeah. I think it's fascinating. But I think once you dive too deep in, it can be kind of a hole of no... A hole of despair. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the Republicans... Like when they talk about cannabis... What do they say now? Because I know it was well, very I mean, easy. It's, it's pretty bipolar. I mean, the the only reason you're going to get a no vote from the Republicans in there, it has nothing to do with. I mean, it, it might have a little bit to do with cannabis or protecting fucking prisons. But or, some Democrats will probably vote no. Too. There, there were, yeah, there were. Yeah, because it was like six. Probably not in the Senate, but in the House there were. Really? Yeah, okay. So, but yeah, there many. were in the House. I think not it was like many. six and five yeah, voted many. against their party. Uh, the, this has it has more to do with the fact that the other side put it forward. Now, I have 
enough. Like oh, I'm fucking a, for real. I'm, you think that's, 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 the, every, that's everything that we do. That is everything fuck. that we do right How now. How are we ever going to get anything they, done? Well, we've now we have now emboldened this 50-50 split, right? And what? we now talk about people who vote differently than us and think differently than us as uh, we've dehumanized them. Just talking about, you know, Seth Ryan talking about how we dehumanize prisoners. We're getting to the point where we're dehumanizing uh, uh, polar thought. So, like, all of a sudden, you and I, we think something differently. Well, now everything that you say is fucking dumb. It, you know, it's not even worthy of my time. We're not going to, you know, if if, if uh, AOC uh, proposes something, well, then it's it can't be a good idea because of all of her other radical ideas. Or if, you know, Rand Paul proposes something in the Senate, well, it, it can't he it, it can't be that. This guy has voted down all of these other things. Not, not citing why people may have voted these things down. What's annoying to me about the Moore Act, what's annoying to me about everything that we do in D.C. is nothing is simplified. I and, know. And there is no matter, like, they're going to con- keep trying to convince us that it has to be this fucking complicated, fucking convoluted thing, and it does not. Nope. The only reason it gets more and more complicated is because for every fucking little rule that they put in, there's there's an unintended consequence. For every action that they take, there's an equal and opposite reaction. The, the same fucking rules apply to them. And so... Like, it's annoying to me that, like, hey, here's what we're going to do. We're going to descale. We're going to just pull the federal government out of cannabis altogether, which is how it should be. Uh, rather than do that, they're like, but we're going to set up this, 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 and this program to help all of these people that are marginally affected. And, like, from the heart, all of that sounds great. It does. But that's where, it, that's where shit like that starts to meet its release. Because if you would just simplify something and say, hey, this bill right here, all it does is it takes it completely deschedules cannabis and no yep. longer makes it a federal law. Yeah, states well, do what you want. They can't do that. God forbid they do that because well, now what's the DEA going to enforce? What are they going to do? What what about all of these marijuana task force that the federal government are are are, are paying? What are we going to do with all of these people? They have to figure something and else out. And that's the they you're, they're going to have to figure something the fuck else. What did out. the VHS repairman? What the fuck start did they? Doing? What are the what did the fucking the the horseshoeer? Yeah, uh, his business got cut down. That's what. He's like, guys, I got this fun. game where we throw these things around a, a, a little stake type thing. Yep. That thing my wife sits on. It's just annoying. Um, it's annoying. It's not going to pass anything. And like you know, whatever. I, yeah, I, I've I, even I, heard. I'm, I'm beyond like blaming one side or this side or that. For side sure. Every time that there's been uh, any kind of uh, bipartisan, uh, you know approach to this like it, it gets it's it's so much bigger than this side versus that side it's just whichever side whichever person is, in this case mitch mcconnell is bought is going to allow the conversation is he a pharmaceutical guy like uh, do you know anything about his ties oh, to I'm pharmaceutical sure well actually he's he actually has huge ties to hemp because kentucky is a massive yeah hemp, you know a, 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 i mean he and uh, i mean you know Rand paul probably a little bit more principled about uh you know his approach to to cannabis than mitch mcconnell is but i would say that he has bigger ties to the hemp industry than he would you know but i don't know that i haven't seen his portfolio yeah i think they <laughs> his constituency fucking definitely does like his state has way more to gain from the federal government saying let's go rock and roll hemp's on cannabis is on we're, we're just we're growing <clears throat> yeah i think it's just kind of a a weird thing too whenever something gets portrayed as here's the next big thing and it's already been around forever 
So that's why you have to make it a little bit more complicated. That's why you have to kind of uh, have all these moving parts around it because it already exists everywhere. Like you say, simplify it. If they would have said, yeah, the market is already working. The black market has had all of these things going against it. And it still found a fucking way to work where prices are low. And it's been, we've seen an increase in quality of product. We've seen a decrease in price over the years. <clears throat> Is there any other industry like cannabis to where you've seen a decrease in overall price and an increase? Cars, no. Houses, no. Like a car now. Well, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, like, I'm trying to think if there's anything else well, yeah, that the black the, market has. Well, just look at it like this. Yeah, yeah there's, a ton, TVs, of, there's a ton of examples where a competitive free market. Yeah. It's, it is a, um, it's, it's, an, it's a certainty. If you free up a market and you allow That's it to compete, happens. the prices have to come yeah. down. And the, the uh, was overall it, was it, um, quality. Uh, not uh, Carnegie. Carnegie was a big steel guy. Yep. Right. And uh, around then, you, I think you were watching like a turn of the century. Yeah. Fuck. Well, his deal was he understood uh, coming coming into the industrial revolution and everything that whichever country made the cheapest steel was going to be the world powerhouse. Because yep. everybody was and so up. he he just found ways to make steel cheaper and cheaper and cheaper until everyone was using his steel, and he fucking it was stacking some coin doing that, working alongside with oil baron then and then you get you know then you get people like him rockefeller and now you got jp morgan now yeah. you got three guys that just are three massive uh uh tycoons of industry that were e exploding at that time i don't think that cannabis has that one person uh you know would we have one by now i don't know like even with anheuser-busch or whatever like things like like that they're they're so much more regional yeah you know and I just, and that's when, like, those days you could fucking take the Pinkertons and go down to, like, your factory and say, you guys are all working for a 10 cents a day or we're going to shoot you in the head. You yeah. know, like, things have back changed. When, back when men man, were men. it was good days. Back when men were men and dames were dames, man. <laughs> and broads were, what is he yeah. saying in the beginning? Oh. Chicks were broads. <laughs> we don't get all. Back, when, back when men were men. Dames were gals, <laughs> or gal, gals were dames, and we've ruined it. Eh, we've fuck, ruined, whatever, we've guys, ruined the goods, live the goods. It's a good, it's a great it's movie. The greatest. Um, yeah, I just didn't. I wasn't sure if, like, uh, like I said, non no, non politic. Uh, uh, as far as as far as the, the black market goes, I mean, that's what pisses me off about what Lendl Fraker said, which is what started this whole thing. He said, if all of the facilities that they have approved. Which, by the way, they haven't even approved half of them yet. So it's like that's like another thing. Like beat your fucking chest about how all of the the sixty facilities are gonna uh, produce enough uh, medicine for three hundred thousand patients, and we only have seventy thousand. Well, hey there, Hill Jack. Maybe fucking those seventy thousand patients will actually come into the fucking dispensaries and buy the product if it's not seventy dollars an eighth after tax. How many people do you think dildo? How, how many people do you think that's keeping away with what you're away. doing? Oh, no doubt. It's dude. keeping me away. It's keeping so many patients. I know. I, I fucking we got a pretty good uh, a pretty good bead 
on who on the fucking the the pulse of the Missouri patient. Like we 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 participate in a lot of different forums. Almost everybody. The 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 first thing was, when are dispensaries going to open? Yeah. That's a natural question. You know, yeah. a lot of people got their fucking license on the hopes that they were going to be able to go into a store and buy cannabis products. And and you know what? Not everybody's full time gig is weed. The average person who just wanted to get a carton and and lawfully enjoy cannabis that maybe helps with their fibromyalgia or, or something. Maybe they're not doing all the fucking, uh, 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 the homework of knowing who's who in the Missouri cannabis industry. And they're not keeping up with that. When they yeah. bought their card, they're like, you know what? I'm going to be able to go into a store and buy some weed. And they walk in the first day. They're like, oh, there's one kind of weed. <laughs> and it's 70 And bucks. it's $70 for <laughs> 3.5 grams. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, cool. Hey, I'm Ed, good. I'll just take the normal order, bud. I'll see Dude, you you're park. fucking calling your guy Ed out. <laughs> yeah, Ed, I'm, I'll meet you at the park. Ed same, Rosenthal. Same, 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 uh, same order, bud. Yeah, like that's I'll blow that you for that weed everywhere. So like th- to pretend that businesses, this is fucking. This is what annoys me. I'm getting back to your Democrat Republican thing. Sure. Right now, Missouri is run by. People who campaigned on being small government Republicans, and by God, this is what I'm here to. for it. You're yeah. small government Republican, trying to remove the government from my life. You got my Love vote. It. Yep. But you don't get to fucking then apply all of the things you campaign against to the fucking cannabis program. You don't get to be like, like to pretend that businesses are who make the market is it is an absolute fallacy, and it goes it flies in the face of. Everything uh, uh, a limited uh, government, the consumer, politician, what the consumer makes the, the fucking market, market. Yeah. and there will be more consumers. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There will be more consumers. Uh, there will be more legal consumers because that's the, the one number of, the thing, of patients was the only thing. You and it's fucking dumb because. They kept reiterating, that's your, your and, metric? And kudos to GrownIn.com. That was a good, they, that was they good. they asked the right questions. And for him to fucking say that, well, uh, when they're all fully up and running, well, first off, they're not. And the reason they're not is because they're waiting on the department to fucking pass their commencement. Okay? That fucking whole process took forever. I can't imagine if you would let's just say they granted twice the amount of licenses that they did. Even though there shouldn't have been any limit to how many licenses they fucking granted. I can't think of any other business where the government provides a framework for how this is supposed to work, and and then uh, everybody doesn't have a shot at doing it. It's unbelievable. There it doesn't make any sense. Fucking, like, and we just go, yeah, I guess that's how you do weed. I guess that's how we have to do weed. No, it's not, it's not. how it's, we have to like, do it. You're, I, I fucking love your analogy. It's like, you're just punching me in the dick seven <laughs> days a week. Now you're giving me weekends off. And I'm supposed to and rejoice. On, and on Monday through Friday, you want me to smile at you as you punch me in the dick. I can't do it. Because you're not punching me in Unless the dick on wife. Saturdays and Sundays anymore. And after the kids have gone. In which case, she knows, she knows how <laughs> she to, knows give, how to, to give me a little knuckle shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> fucking like, get that thing popped up. Remember, that was like the only way you punched your friends back in the oh, day. Like, oh, froggy in the leg. Yeah. I just wasn't sure if there was still some... Uh, like uh, cannabis hysteria within some of the parties or because that's, that's my whole deal. I would figure just in my, you know, little small world, I'm like, Oh, Republicans and Democrats at this point uh, fuck all of them. with, well, I just, just like the, I'm the, the shit they spout out 
at this point, we've you're so many people. So, you're lying. So many people have voted for cannabis, and now there's more than half the states. And, you know, they're, they're fuck, fucking two thirds of the vote. They'll say whatever they need to say to get elected and do whatever they have to do. So I'm surprised it hasn't become more in vogue to really for someone to take the bull by the fucking horns yes. and say, yeah, we are the party who did it. We did this together. Dude, I, I, I you like, know what I mean? I, like, I don't God, know. In 2016, so in 2016 when Donald Trump was fucking elected, I mean, I had the playbook for you. Like and 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 yeah. every fucking Republican that ran his campaign, anybody that fucking cheered him on and and thought that he you know, they wanted him to be reelected, look in the mirror, and punch yourself in the face <laughs> for not making that fucking uh, the job number one. Oh, I, I know. thought for sure in two thousand in, in July or August two thousand twenty, we got a little sidetracked, got this fucking cold. That's going around. No, going oh, around. no. Oh, no. He right. did it. He did, did it. it. <laughs> he said it. it. He said it. But I cannot believe. I, if you'd asked in 60, I'd have bet my fucking life on uh, sometime in 2020. Trump just comes out because he's that guy. He's the guy that's like he's going to put his name. He's put his yeah. name on literally everything. everything. So, okay. So Obama got Obamacare. Like, can you imagine if Trump just came out and been like, here is my comprehensive plan <laughs> to completely deschedule cannabis. What? First off, all of his like uh, uh, most devout followers—they were in no matter what. That that was proven a, a couple of years in. They yeah. would have voted for yeah. him no yeah. matter what he did. If he does that, well, and, and just completely deschedule, doesn't make a whole fucking mess of nonsense about it or anything. I have I have my uh, ideas about how that would go down. But for him not to do that, I like. That would have shored up his second yeah. his second term. It would have shored it up. I thought for sure it was going to happen because there was a couple different there ways that it could have happened. Yep, yep, yep. I just wonder, is it really, is the fucking pharmaceutical industry that hard up against cannabis that they will shut shit down? Am I believing too much of the <clears throat> conspiracy theory world? Because there's definitely something to that. Like you said, anything that's going to affect your wallet, you're probably going to be like, oh, I don't like that very much. That's going to make my wallet a little lighter. Don't like it. I don't care if it helps Not people. Not a fan. Don't like it. Not a fan. Um, if the, the, I know the pharmaceutical industry has its tentacles, but now we're starting to see the, the you know, Oxycontin, uh, the makers of Oxycontin. Sacklers. Yeah, like different things coming out to where the opioid crisis is fucking heinous, which to go back to your point about DHSS, <clears throat> when they're trying to say, oh, there's so much medicine, there's only this much, this, this many patients to kind of get off on a tangent here is I'm so surprised they're not educating people more because we saw that ad a million times with the guy who got off opioids. Like, that's awesome. We want more people to do that. And one way to do that, an exit drug is cannabis. If it can help you, and we're finding Kratom is an exit drug. I had another person come in here the other day and tell me how it helped him stop be, uh, being an alcoholic. Um, but now that, that, that we have legalized cannabis, you know, in a, medic a medicinal uh, aspect, I just want everything to lead back to that. That if we are at our core calling, it, calling this medicine, mm -hmm. then everything has to be done to, if there was some sort of va vaccine, like, 
all the companies are working together and we're all sharing information. We're all trying to row together to figure this out. Right now, it's not about money. We got to save people. Let's get it together. It baffles me. It doesn't baffle me because I understand it. It's greed. It more, it sickens me. It makes me sad, but it also makes me realize that I have to have hope and I have to get through to the people somehow. I have to try some way that, yeah, man, we are all, this is medicine right now. We're all rowing in the same direction. When this is recreational, whatever you want to call it, which I think there's fucking zero difference between rec and medicinal. It's like, no, this is medicine. We all need to row in the same direction. That's why it's, it's imperative that people support the Can of Convict Project, mm-hmm. you know, Casey Weed Blog, you know, Nate on Cannabis' videos, uh, the Missouri Cannabis Network, to where we can share this information with each other. Because we can do things differently in Missouri where we say, oh, yeah, this fucking, this person stands for this and they want to be a big player in our new industry. It's like, no, bud, th- this isn't about that. That's, that's the thing I was uh, alluding to earlier is that there is this new industry here. And it's like, no, 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 no. Frakester and all you guys trying to figure it out. It's not. And all the people who are in the industry, they fucking know that. But they, they put that behind them and say, yeah, here's how we're going to do things from here on forward. And it's like, yeah, I understand. But don't you dare forget about the Seth Ferranis and Jeff Mazanskis and all the people who you have persecuted for years and years and years. We're not forgetting about it. We're not forgetting about the kids who aren't getting the RSO because I think five months is pretty darn quick when you think about it. No, it's not a day without it. And you have, you're on a cancer protocol. You're on a tumor protocol with RSO a day, two days without it. Longest fucking two days of your life, buddy. I guarantee it. So for you to put things in that perspective, kindly fuck you. This is a medicine. I need you to be better. I need you to be better. better. We're up against it, bud. I love it. I'm getting a little fired up. It's just, you know. against it guys follow us on twitch all the other stuff craig takes us out i bring us back so yeah well i don't have a stream deck today so we'll go ahead and take us out i'm gonna oh okay cool he's in control of everything guys tell your friends that's the best way you can help us if you text a friend and say hey i know these guys are fucking goofballs they're not always the greatest but man they'll make you laugh every once in a while and they do come up with an article that's like whoa that's kind of crazy or you know tiny homes We try to, whatever's going on in these little brain babies of ours, we try to just put it out into the ether, the ether, and have a little fun. And we appreciate the ride that, that we're all on together. I'm, I go through waves of just, I can't believe it. I'm riding high. This is amazing. And then I'm like, whew, I'm down. I can't believe it. And whenever I'm down, this group and the people in it have an, uh, a tendency to 
help me gain some perspective to lift myself back up. Because I like to sit in the shit. You know, we're both sure. guys who are like, oh, fucking put on the national for a few days. I want to fucking, I'm going to oh, close the fucking windows. Sad, it's, it's only sad listen. music for me. Bro. Oh, man. Like, if I'm not listening to sad music, I'm listening to Spongle. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, uh, on the other side of the break, I want uh, I just want to talk about every now and then we talk about how like these conversations are happening on some of these podcasts or <coughs> Joe Rogan's talking about building a studio like this or fucking Aubrey Marcus talks about the Laughing Jaguar six years oh, yeah. after I'm visited by uh, the jovial Jaguar in an ayahuasca journey. Like, all of these crossovers. Last night on an Aubrey Marcus podcast, I'm listening to this guy fucking telling the story about a ketamine trip, and I feel like we should probably touch on that on the other side okay. of the break. Okay. Uh, guys, uh, these are our sponsors. Uh, they make this fun little thing happen. Uh, and so... Uh, Give them a call. Hopefully you guys will uh, help us out. Help James out. Carlton James. is saving me money because Tell him how. Okay, so I called James Carlton a while back. He said, my rates are a little high. This guy might have better rates. He did. He was slightly cheaper. I was like, okay, he saved me a few bucks. Then James called me back, said, our rates went down slightly. Yeah, this I is don't like know a month or something later, right? Probably four or five months, actually. Okay, great. So he kept me on file for that long. He's like, hey, man, I, I'm going to run these numbers for you. I did. I was saving like seven, eight bucks or whatever. I'm like, okay, Rocking maybe roll. even a little bit more. Now he called me back, and he's like, hey, these rates might be changing for you. Um, this guy might have cheaper. So over the last five years that I've had him, he's helped me out in numerous he's times. Had, he's gotten you out of a contract with <laughs> yes. him twice. Yeah, just so to you save, save money. Because so he knows I'm fucking, I'm yeah, maxed out. bare boning it, yep, man. Yep. Like, I am trying to figure out the but best But he's not way. just doing that because he's your buddy. Like, that's just who he is as a as customer service. I think maybe. I mean, it is because he loves you, but it's also because... No, he's that good. Does. I've heard of other people like him calling, like, yep. just to his office how cordial everyone is and how they really, they just bought in, you know, you can, that can all be bullshit. All of that stuff. Like, Hey man, we care about the customer. That's all kind of bullshit. It can be, but with them, they fucking get it, dude. They I love it. it. All right. Worldwide funny, man. We're on it after the show today. We're setting it up. Enable subs. Then we can be your sponsors. Guys. These are our sponsors. They're, they're also, it's not just, you know, it's not just paying for the show, but it's also uh, something that we've, uh, built a community around uh, these are people that the, the people that sponsor the show listen we'll make a video we'll make content we'll make a commercial for anybody I'll, I'll make a Mitch McConnell I'll make one for the devil I'll make a Mitch McConnell herself. campaign video same thing <laughs> same uh, but uh, but at the end of the day the people that get to put their name on this show are people that we know get it they yeah we've told people to fuck to off before which uh, is like we've what? told people with why? big money to fuck off before and i don't i mean you know, i don't know why that's what we do that's what we do but if they have enough money until it begins to make me money yeah. and then i got principles <laughs> if they have enough money though we will uh, uh, yeah you can, i'll say I whatever can be, i can do and say whatever i'll say whatever i can be bought just not by these sponsors i want to do business i'll wear a cubs jersey See you on the other side. Hare Rama, 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 Hare Hare. Welcome back, Hoosiers Fistkit. Hour two, Tuesday Hour morning two. show. The Tuesday mornings for people that are kind of. Thank you. Kind of new. Oh, I like that. Uh, I like that. To the whole thing. Uh, th this is the Shemp and Steve so show. Originally, yeah, it is the Shemp and Steve. <laughs> Shemp was the best, man. <laughs> well, you got to grease it down a little bit. Get all yeah, we get slapped too. And you're like, oh. 
gosh, we gotta get Shemp on the wall. <laughs> we gotta get Shemp in Shemp studio. Guy. We do need to Can get we Shemp get Shemp in studio. studio? Uh, let's see. What do you want to do? Let's see. We what? got um, going to the uh, the Facebook feed. Why uh, would we have a free market when you could let patients uh, have a <laughs> speak for the product that they enjoy? Um, just grow your own. Fuck the laws. Do you think we'll be, ever be able to grow our own and sell to dispensaries? That's what I wanted to see. If they really cared about patients, they would allow the black market to turn into the legal market. They would have said, here's a mini testing license. Here's a mini facility license. Here's a mini manufacturing license. Here's all of these mini. We were wrong. You were right. Hey, Mr. Outlaw, who I've been spending millions and millions of dollars to throw in a cage. I was wrong. You get a license now. You are very well versed in cannabis. So well versed that people have been trying to lock you up for, for your knowledge. Yeah. I need you now. I was wrong, but this is saving kids' fucking lives. It's making their lives better. It's saving the lives of fucking children, bud. I need you. You know how to make concentrates. You've been doing it for years. I don't care. You've been growing illegally for 25 years. I don't care. I need you. You have full amnesty. That's what we need. So I think and if rec goes the way it should... I want to be able to grow as much as I want and gift as much as I want. So that way, if I want to have fucking seven tenths in my house, all testing different genetics, I can give one to this guy who's suffering from MS, one to this person who's suffering from seizures, one to this person. Crohn's. All of the ailments and say, oh, blue tangy works for that better than that green crack did. Oh, this northern lights worked a lot better for that than the white widow because we're having to figure it out. And that way we can grow northern lights and say, well, I, I pruned or I, I, I uh, trimmed this at uh, harvested this early, harvested this one late. There's so many things that <clears throat> we're figuring out on our own. And I'm not the first guy to ask these questions. These questions have all been asked and answered numerous times over it's just since it's the black market now colleges are like hey university <laughs> slew university has a cannabis uh, degree that you can get that's like you learn about weed and stuff come on it's 40 g a year you can learn about weed now it's now you're on our side and it's like good i'm glad that that's that's a thing why don't you pull some dealers out of prison that you've locked up and mm -hmm. offer them a free scholarship because they can actually that's why teach. they don't let them out right because they don't believe it's medicine they the people ultimately are, yes the, the that's, people that's, that are in charge do not believe that this is medicine it's it's a concession they've said it. it's a concession to them They're like oh okay yeah it makes you medicine. feel makes your little tummy feel uh, better yeah that's good oh, that's it makes good. you it makes your he's you just getting original. high yeah, he's, he's getting high good. that's that's how they think about it because if they if if they acknowledged how important the actual medicine was then they would be able to say oh fuck these people were providing a service a for the longest service time. at risk to everything to their families they risk to themselves and we we had a friend in here last night who lost the 20 prime years of his life i mean from the time he was 20 years old uh you know into his his mid you know his early 40s damn dude it's outrageous man dude. it's outrageous and dude i i 
I, I love Seth Ferrani for the fact that, like, <laughs> I, I know this is a I lot just, of people's stories. Like, they go in there, they make the most of what they can while they're got, in there. Got a master's. Yeah, get, get a, got a master's is a pretty fucking great writer. Like, I mean, that's, that's, that's the choice. It's like, you got time to spend in here. What are you going to do with it? And he started just writing pieces of, uh, you know, pieces on people that, man, you can feel it. I'll, I'll, I'll let you borrow that Supreme Team book. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's really good. Um, but, like, at the same time, uh, that dude was punching the dick four times oh, daily. Oh, God. And then Sledge when they finally let him out dick. after fucking 21 years, they're like, okay, we're done punching you in the dick now. Hopefully, twenty-one years, day in, day out, four times a day was was enough that you learned your lesson. Hey, we're sorry. Here's a dispensary license. You get one for free yeah. since we fucked up. Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad deal. Here, we fucked yeah, up. A license, <laughs> sink <laughs> or swim. We fucked up. Yeah, exactly. Everything else is on you now, but we're waiving all of the fees to licensing. Yeah, because guess what. The guys who sold weed, and I don't know, I'm up, sure Holder? you knew a fucking couple guys like this. They seemed <clears throat> like the typical burnout that we got told was a fucking burnout. Yeah. Like, I knew oh, some pretty enterprising fucking... That's what I'm saying. Yep. And then when you got to know them... Yeah. They had some boy, business Boy, did they fucking have all of their shit... The weed dealers that got into pills were the ones that got messy around me in my life. Totally. The weed dealers who just, just, just dealt weed, weed yeah, they had the shit were together. living a real good life. Like, oh, this is this much, and if I sell it at this much, I get it for here. They were understanding different markets on different coasts. They were understanding percentages of risk, risk management. They were getting so many life lessons, dude. <clears throat> they seemed more mature when I looked at him like, oh, this guy's a fucking mm -hmm. druggy burnout, man. Here he goes. Oh, no, he can do math on the top of his head like a fucking madman sure. and knows how to read people and figure out <clears throat> investment deals and shit. And my buddy actually, Nugs, Jimmy Nugs, it's so funny that he was talking about Jordans because Jimmy Nugs had a wall of uh, shocks. Remember Nike yeah. shocks that came That's out? That's hilarious. Every color, every design. So if one came out in yellow, blue, and red, got it. he went and bought the yellow, blue, and red one. I'm like, dude. Give me nugs. I was like, dude, you got a fucking a fortune in shoes sitting in your room. I wonder if shocks are worth anything. Like Jordans. <clears throat> yeah, it's that's also like, true. The ones that got into blow. That, that was my experience, too. Anybody that oh, was for sure. powders or... For they, sure. They, they lost their head. I mean, Eventually that's, that's it the, happens. That's the deal. It was like anybody that gets into... Their stat and their supply, right? Like that's that's the problem. Don't get, high, get high, high on your supply, supply. man. Um, <coughs> let's see. Uh, oh, we got more comments going here. Going to there, yeah, we got quite a few here. Cost five k. What the fuck? Not exactly sure what that's what that's Six in regards to. Plants on a perpetual harvest can keep you out of every dispensary. That's from our guy, the fucking Kush Coach. I love that motherfucker. So we get Don't to have too well yet. But how many in each stage? <clears throat> Six in each stage. Six in each stage. Six and <gasps> six and veg. Veg under fourteen. Six and veg over fourteen. And six and six flour. And flour. If you planted a seed every a week and a half, about you'd be to able two to, weeks. Uh, every week with an auto flower, you'd be able to harvest on a perpetual cycle. Yeah, because at about what five plants at a week and a half, 
you're looking at seven to eight weeks. So that would give you, what is that? How many? It's about 60 days. Some auto flowers, I think, are about 60 to 70. <clears throat> so you might have a little time gap in there. But, yeah, that's, that's the fucking ticket, man. So that way you can harvest a plant just you're always got one going. And that was my biggest deal. I think I overwatered my plants. I got a bunch of shit going on because <clears throat> I'm new. That's also a thing I'm learning. That it yeah. says when you're growing your own medicine – for the first year, you get to grow as many as you want to figure this Just, shit out. That's not a bad play. You, you, you do. You get, you get a bunch of trial and error Because if plans. you fuck up, that's your medicine. If you, I, I sometimes will sit down there, and if I see the plants drooping or think I did something wrong, I start to freak out. I start to panic a little bit. I love them so much, I don't want to fuck them up. If that was my RSO <clears throat> or even worse fuck me fuck i'll figure it out myself i'm a caregiver yeah, yeah. and i'm gonna yeah. fuck up my and that's a thing that can happen to the i'm sure the some of the best caregivers that's why we need to take the fucking shackles off these people because that's the amazing thing about all these amazing people we've met in the cannabis industry their hearts are usually this fucking big. Which you might want to get checked out. That's probably <coughs> that's due to hypertension. You yeah, have a that's chance not of, good. of your heart exploding. Mm, You're probably don't run heart. track. You do not want a heart that big. No, don't, don't, don't exert yourself yeah. too much. You should not uh, be We running. care about you. We do. Um, but the, the cannabis community and their enlarged hearts, layer of fat just covering yeah, the whole Yeah, just thing. congealed around the yeah, entire thing. Yeah, just blood barely pumping out of the We're going to have aorta. to get some stents in before long. They, it's an... It's like no other industry because it's very easy to spot someone who's not there for quote unquote the right reasons. Yeah. Because <clears throat> I'm sure it's kind of like the restaurant industry. There's some guys who are like, I'm here from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. at night to 1 in the morning. I live upstairs. Mm -hmm. This place is my, my life, my home. Yeah. St. Louis has a lot of places like that, a lot of families. And then you can have somebody who's just like, Hey, man, I know that uh, there wasn't a, a chicken place in this area. I said, I'm going to make a chicken place. Here's the chicken place. Okay, there's different ways to go about it. Cannabis is such an interesting industry that it's kind of built on this. Hey, man, I'll take care of you. Yeah. We're in this together. You smoke weed, too? I smoke weed. And those guys over there are trying to fucking lock us up. So that automatically, we're automatically bonded yeah. through this we at least know who's what what banner risk. we carry yes yep no <clears throat> i dude i you know i've told you the story like uh, growing up in in springfield and uh my girlfriend at the time her best friend was dating this cop he was also a part of like the special yeah. response team which is like their the version of the swat and i remember we were like out having drinks and shit he knew that i smoked weed you know fuck i was stepping out to do one hits while we we're at dinner oh because you know? that's what dude. i do bud because i do what i want to do bud <laughs> but i remember we just were having this conversation i'm still still a young dude you know like with a lot to lose if i were to get caught like yeah uh probably the at the time didn't realize it probably would have been the easiest time to get in trouble like with without like a bunch of responsibilities attached sure. to me you know, but he, you know, he even said, he's like, man, I don't have a problem with, I don't have a problem with weed. This is 20 years ago. You know, he's like, but, you know, you got to realize that you and I play for different teams. And most of the time, your team wins. Like, you know, he's like, most of the time, 
it's it's flow, you know. But every now and then we get one. We get one every now and then we win the game, and and that's really how he looked at it. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool and all, except when you win the game, yes, it yes. fucking ruins people's ruins. lives. And when yeah. I win the game, it does nothing, nothing. to you. Nothing. It helps people's lives. Yeah. So fu- what, what what is the fucking deal then? Yeah, your team's wrong. Yeah, your your team. You're the Blackhawks. <laughs> we your showed up to play touch football, <clears throat> and you guys came in fucking full pads. Yeah, that's rude. It's rude. And I'm still going <laughs> to stiff on the fuck out of you, motherfucker. Give you a little swivel hip. You don't want none Get my flags you off these hips. Come on. Get come my, come my flag off my hip. Good luck. Oh, look. Get flags off me, buddy. That was pretty good, Thank dude. You, wow, that came from somewhere yeah, deep. From deep. <laughs> um, <laughs> we need to get Frenchie Cannoli uh, and the Kush Coach on the show, says Herphy. I will do that anytime. I'll teach you to make hash that's like heroin. Okay, not sure if I'm into that. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone says, show me thy way, hash master. <laughs> that's what it says hash on master. Our, on our, on our, no flour in Denmark, only hash. Holy schmoly. Got a lot of bikes. The Danes, they love those. Dem- that's Denmark? Amsterdam. That's uh, Holland. Well, that's the one thing that the Dutch and the Danes have in common, bikes. Bikes, really? I think Denmark has the most bicycles per capita. I think you might be right. I feel like yeah. that. Denmark's usually like the and one of the happiest countries. Kings, and man, and I like it. Den- the Danes? All of them. The Dutch and the Danes. Those oh, yeah. people are finding <clears throat> ways to fuck that are just make Dude, you blush. The, the red light district is something to be marveled at. Like, it's a pretty interesting take well, I mean, on the whole sex thing. as long as we're on thing. the fucking government in business, they have no fucking business in. Uh, do you mind if I if I can pay someone to empty my balls? Is that possible? <laughs> is that all right? Is that okay with you? Uh, this is a good time to mention, on Twitch, you can hit a little clip button up in the upper right <laughs> corner. It looks like a little director's thing. And you can clip off your favorite moments of the show. Like that one. Like, that's one of mine right there. That's that one, one of mine. I might have to hit that oh. clip button right there. Let's see what happens. <laughs> see how far it goes back. I'm generating a clip. Uh, CBG flower can technically be considered hemp. That's another thing. Hemp and Isn't cannabis. Isn't hemp, hemp cannabis, Steve L? Isn't it all cannabis? Like, we, we, we're fucking, like, <laughs> you, you talk about all the time, how we have to lie to ourselves in order to make everything okay. Like, fucking immaculate conception and everything else. Why wait do till we you have to do that? Why wait do we till have you try the hash. I'm into it. Is it going to have me stoned for three days like fucking RSO edible? Is it? Yeah, because we go different routes if that's the case. <laughs> I'll try your hash if you try what's in my pen. That's, 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 that's oh, the deal. That's the trade-off. That's the trade-off. That's, you'll be, I mean, <laughs> yours lasts a lot shorter. I'll tell you that much right now. The Dutch have legal truffles and hash, though, so I'd rather live over there. Truffles? Well, like? Yep, we like bikes. It's true. See, I knew. I, 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 know, I know my fucking Copenhagen, okay? The the tobacco? Copenhagen. I used to do a little Copenhagen. <laughs> I wasn't a fan of that little fine cut, but that's all right. Yeah. Uh, I like the uh, Scandinavian countries. Is, is that? No, Denmark's not Scandinavian, no. is it? No. no. But I just like the Scandinavian countries, too. Yeah, I, I like, yeah, sure. It's like Northern the area. Europe, yeah. I, uh, sure. How close are Holland and Denmark on the map? I, I think they're next door neighbors. Are they neighbors? Yeah. I knew they didn't. They don't. They don't really like each other. It's like the Serbs and the Bosnians. It's almost exactly <laughs> like the, the Irish same. And, yeah. uh, and the English and yeah. the people from Wales. No one likes anyone from Wales. There's one no thing one that people can agree on in the United from Kingdom Wales. is that the Wales, the Welsh are a bunch of wankers. The Prince of Wales can get his. What's the deal with that guy? He's gonna die before his, his mom does. He's never gonna be king. 
fucking loser. <laughs> loser? Fuck you. Fucking loser, man. Fuck you. He's such a fucking loser. Lose. Okay. Um, Denmark is Scandinavian. We'll look at that. I th- I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. Probably have you going for a minute, Craig. All right. Um, we also got, if every person grew, <clears throat> if it's illegal, they can't lock us all up. There isn't enough room. I think they could figure out a way. Yeah, uh, no, they just dig mass graves. Yeah, they start shooting they've done it. They've done it. They've proven <laughs> they could do it. I always uh, appreciated the big smokeouts they would have. Right, I feel like they were coinciding when Colorado was maybe really putting it on the map uh-huh. with uh, recreational saying, hey, we're going to get 10,000 people together and smoke. Kind of like a, a rush the field yeah. situation. Yeah, Who's going to be the first three people to rush the field? Because they're, they're sacrificing themselves. There's a football. They're going to be in the newspaper. There's an ex-football player out on the field who's now working security. Yeah. And oh, his I'll, whole life. I'm breaking dude's ankles. I'll shake that guy out of his boots. His whole life has let up. It's the. <laughs> it's Mizzou, Nebraska. 2000. Don't you fucking do it. Oh, you talking about when we took the gold When we down? won. When oh, we won. Fuck. Good stuff. It's a it's a rainy autumn <clears throat> night. It's cold. There's a misty rain. We're there at the beginning of the game. It's a dry stadium. We leave at the end of the first quarter to try to we're gonna get hammered sure. the whole second quarter. <clears throat> Go back to the game. Game's not looking that good. It's up and down. Third quarter hits. We're fucking ham boned at this point. Sure. You're supposed to be. We're we're having a good old time. Well, my buddy drives a Miata. We say we got to get our asses back down to the stadium. This is getting for real, boys. How many of you are going to pile into There's a about six of us. In a Miata? In a Miata, which I believe it's is a, a two-seater. two-seater. What are you doing? We have all of us. We're, we're the is stadium. Down? Is the stadium's, Oh, yeah. The stadium is here. And there's one road, but oh, it's a highway. Good. Ah, you're good. But everybody parks oh, where I'm stadium. Where I li- I'm on stadium. I okay. lived on stadium. Okay. So of course she fucking knows the name of the fucking street. Stadium by range line. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Collins Providence Road. Yeah. Right I, uh, yeah. So we're, that's I lived at Campus View. So people actually parked. I would take people through the woods. It was like a back route through the stadium. Ask J Rob one time. He found like this sign and was carrying it through there. Like I never mind. So we used to walk through the woods this way. We all, we all pile into this fucking Miata. Skirt! He pulls in. There's cars all along everywhere. He finds two cars that are parked like this on the side of the road and pulls his Miata in long ways. So now he's parked. Everyone's parked in this direction. Well, he's perpendicular to him, and his back end is half sticking out on stadium. And like, But he can fit his Miata in this way, almost as wide as an SUV is. So we're fucking running to the stadium. We're like, this is it, man. We get there. We end up winning the game. We Here go down. The goal post, we baby. start going down. This is what I've lived for at Mizzou. I want to take these Damn fucking right. goalposts down. Katie Trail sign, he says. Mm-hmm. Katie Trail. He finds this fucking sign, carries it around all fucking. He carried around a sign all day. I'm like, dude, they're, what are you doing? Like, they're going to arrest you. Um, we kept it in our, ho- our hotel, our Dorm. Not our dorm. Your no, apartment? it was an apartment forever. Um, so anyway, so now we're getting down to the bottom, and this is just a bunch of amped up college kids, man. We're going to sure. rip it down. There's one security guard, couple security guards, but one in particular, he's a pretty big dude. We're like, okay, we need to kind of get. And I'm, I'm feeling fancy. I'll be the first dude out there. 
We get down there. All right. No one's really going. I'm like, oh, fuck. This is because they say they announce no one come on the field. And it was kind of a thing like, oh, fuck, they do that. Like, do they do that? You know, we're from a zoo. We don't know how how many times we yank in the fucking goalpost. Not many. Not that many. Only a couple. And so we fucking, everyone kind of looks at each other like, oh, is that for real? Like, you know, your, your mom fucking texts you when you're doing something dumb. You're like, shit, should I call back? What? Oh, fuck, she knows something. And so the one dude goes out there and he's like, fuck it. About three dudes go out there. So now we're starting to get the vibe that everyone's going out there. First dude, clobbered by this big, he's just like. <laughs> like, like a perfect form tackle, like lifting him up, dude. Lifts him up and drives him into the ground. And I mean, there's an audible, ha, ah! from the rest of everyone. Like, oh, his spine. That poor guy's fucking spine. <coughs> then it becomes a full rush. So it becomes a full rush onto the field. So we're like, yeah, we're fucking, we're getting him, yeah. So now there's nothing they can do. Of course not. They're climbing the goalpost. So I think at that point, they had maybe had those detachable goalposts yeah. at that point. They, they come down. Yeah, they, they Where come down they laid them down eventually, which it was kind of really anticlimactic where it's like it, they're climbing it. You know, and you used to have to fucking shake them Rock and break them. Yeah, down, dude, yeah. Like, yeah. Or someone brought a saw, you yep. know. Maybe someone brought us all that time, but they carry them to Harpo's or whatever. So anyway, we're not going to get close enough to the either goalpost. It's fucking pandemonium it's the out best, of this dude. field. It's the best. So we're standing out on the field, and we're like, dude, this is wild. And it is slight rain cold. So I'm like, all right, I don't know what the drill is, but someone's going to run along the sideline, and the other person's going to start angle. Pursuit angle. Yes. <laughs> so we're like, okay. So we're like act like we throw a pass out to like a fucking screen while the other guy's waiting in the middle of the field and the other dude just you just look down the sideline and you just fucking try to outrun this dude we are meleeing each other out on fucking Mizzou's field field. just mashing each other till people are like oh we got like our own little thing going in them because there weren't as many people in the middle we were fucking as handbone. And I remember thinking, how cool is this? Running down the sideline and someone barely kind of arm tackling you and you get just thrown get out totally of Totally wrecked. We're going into other people. People are like, oh. It was in those type of moments, though. It's like when the Blues beat the Hawks game seven, when the Cardinals won the World Series. There's these moments where we were breaking people's legs by tackling ourselves into oh, other dude. people and they're like oh get up you fuck yeah you everybody's friend something to fuck game, another game person seven, over we do uh, uh that's my favorite our, shit, our, dude, our, that's why i like I, sports we got you know we were spoiled as cardinal fans oh, for, a no, very long for a long time, time dude uh, all i do is win 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 no matter what <laughs> oh dude i'm telling you that song i uh, where, like i have a uh, it's not traumatic but i have a like a, 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 a similar ptsd up. response and it's it <laughs> I have a a, a, tr- a trigger response <laughs> okay. to when that song plays because of a couple oh. years of Cardinal baseball. That's all we do. My buddy, our our buddy Joey, Joey Pipes, his thing, like you get fired up, you know he he'll take a fucking full Bud Light and he'll just give someone a shower, just a complete. My, I random love stranger. that shit. 
Oh, it's kind of great when you when you know the person and love the person, but just random people dumping beers on your head. Uh, I can appreciate it because I know we're all just having fun here. But uh, you know, like that that just speaks to this guy's charm. But after it games, does. after games, it does because he can do it, and people are like pissed at first, and they're like, "Oh, oh yeah, you know, like, okay." I'm like, "Only you, buddy. <laughs> Only you can dump a fucking ten dollar beer on don't, someone's head. Don't it, dump it. Spray it. Both. He's getting you from both sides. <laughs> He's getting you from both sides, uh, buddy. He works in both. I like it. What Game friend seven, is this? We're outside. We're outside. Uh, <laughs> Kilroy's, Maggio's. Uh, Kilroy's where we watched the game. Uh, and then, like, as it ended, it was – downtown was insane. It was just – it was crazy. And we're really close to the stadium. We're at Kilroy's parking lot. So we're like, well, fuck, let's go over to the stadium. So we were able to walk in for the trophy ceremony and for the MVP, you know, fucking all this. But, dude, outside in the parking lots – and, I mean, we walked around for hours just getting – absolutely schmeezed and dumping beers on strangers <laughs> i hugged more people who I'll, I'll never see again i'll never know the 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 feeling of love and unity around this thing dude and, and not to mention like it was also just like this crazy hollywood magical run of nonsense that took place in order for it to fucking kind of go down but i remember just People getting out of their cars, stopping their cars in the middle of traffic to fucking hug people. Everybody's fucking just wrecked, you know, God. like having an absolute blast. Remember when I was on vacation in Branson for the oh, Blues? I felt bad for you on that one, bud. Remember that? Yeah. This is all bringing that back. I kind of suppress those memories. Um, shit. Hugs and high fives aplenty. That's the deal. That's oh, dude. The, deal. The, pictures, the pictures of me from that night outside of Kilroy's, I'm in a t-shirt. That is completely soaked. You can see where Joey's just been fucking dumping beer on me all That's night. That's my favorite 38 shit. degrees outside. Couldn't give a shit less. <laughs> I'm fucking, I'm just lit up having the time of my life. <clears throat> when the Blues played the Blackhawks game seven, it was my one year anniversary with Jen. It was the emergence of Cucky the Dwarf. It was a lot of things going on. A lot of things. It going wouldn't be on. a sporting event without a Joey Pipes beer shower. That's awesome. Um, it was a big day, big night, big big celebration, big big moment in history. Where, where are we at uh, in the playoffs? What round? Early? First round. First round. Blackhawks game seven. Yeah, because we also went to game seven against Dallas. Then yep. got we yep. won, yep. and then we got beat by the Sharks, I believe. Yep. It was <clears> only a couple years ago. Yeah, this is 2000, shit, was it five, about five years ago? Yeah, because Jenny and I have been married. You're my buddy TJ six. got married because we were all sitting down at Jack uh, Jack Patrick's downtown watching watching the uh, the Blues before the game, all the groomsmen and everything. We were all piled up drinking beer. Game seven? Uh, I the, think at that point we were watching a different round. I think we were watching the Stars or the Sharks gotcha. that round, yeah. Well, well the, the Hawks we could never get past. They were the well, – They're know, good, the, right? Like they, yeah, they had Taze, Kane. Yeah, they had the, the, the whole thing. Shaw is an asshole. They had a whole team of just total butt plugs. <laughs> and so I end up somehow finding tickets online. I never thought I'd be able to find them, but right before game time I find tickets that are – affordable so i'm like jen can we do this for the first anniversary and she's like yeah that, that's a great 
yeah, let's go to a blues game for the She's first juiced anniversary. She's about that. I'm like, okay, well, I'll see if my parents can babysit. So we, <clears throat> I think we were living with my parents at the time. So I'm like, I'm going to get everybody food. We're running. We're, we're uh, 6.30. Game starts at 7. Like, we got to get our asses down there. That's when I got the tickets. Tickets were like 20 bucks. I was like, holy shit. So I'm like, all right, let's do the thing. We've, I go up to Steak and Shake, get food. As I'm pulling out of Steak and Shake, car dies. I'm like, what the fuck? Jen's car, fucking dead. I call. I'm like, uh, someone's going to have to come get me with the food. And I like Jen and my mom in front of a TV. Jen and my mom are like, well, I guess they're not going to the game or whatever. I'm like, give me the fucking keys to your car, woman. I (laughs) your son needs to borrow the family truckster right now. So I'm and Jen's like, okay, I guess we're still we're still doing this for our anniversary. You want to do anything else? And I'm like, no, we only got 10 minutes to get to the fucking game. Let's go and fucking go. (laughs) Starting to get antsy now. We get down there. You know, a little bit late, whatever. So it's a fucking great game. We're sitting in the upper deck in the fucking nosebleeds where a lot of the the real personality of the building's hanging out. People around us are yelling. It's a fantastic atmosphere. Well, that's the game when uh, Brower scored his goal. And he misses it at first. The puck's in front of the net. The goalie's scrambling. It hits off the post. He's all alone in front of the net, misses it the first time, tries to kick it in, misses the kick, and as he's being drugged away, he drags it in at the last second. Scores, the place goes fucking bananas, dude. So then the rest of the game, it is pins and needles. It's that you're down by one hockey, they're pulling the goalie. Like That is tense hockey. We end up winning the game. I had a broken arm at the time. So that's what, yeah, the emergence of Cucky. I had a broken arm, all that shit. So I'm falling all over. People are like, oh, shit. I'm like, I don't care. Break the other motherfucker. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, I'm just <laughs> smashing my cast into my head. This is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I missed the end of the game. Um, so, so we get to the end. The foghorn goes off. <laughs> Blues win. Everybody's going fucking ham. I look over at Jen and she's like, <laughs> like she had been invested her whole life. That's awesome. We, I mean, Best. of course we had, we got a little, you know, jazzed up. We go out into the concourse and people are cheering, hugging, high-fiving. And I'm like, this is awesome. And I see Jen out in front, like leading it all, like double high-fiving people. And she's <laughs> That's the best, dude. Under high-fiving, hugging strangers. She's the best. It was awesome. As someone who was like, are you sure you want to go? Do oh, that's, that? that's how you fucking do And it. then she embraced it. It's almost like you take someone to a concert and you're like, they're like, I don't really know about the Avid brothers that much. I haven't yeah. listened to their songs. Because we did that. We brought someone to, I think, the Lumineers and someone to the Avits that last time the Avits came. Mm-hmm. And they had only known them the from what we... Yeah. No, I think it was the people from our kickball team. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, holy shit. They were so amazed at how passionate the crowd was and that they were kind of off of their radar because they listened to sure. music. And when you hear a stadium of people singing almost every word to every song, you're yep. like, 
oh, how oh, did I miss yeah. that? Well, and that's like, that's what's amazing about the Ava Brothers, to kind of just tangentially, like, yeah. their following is rabid. They'll fill a 40,000-seat stadium easily, oh, and 35,000 people are singing the words to 40 songs. It's yeah, it's impressive. an experience. It's pretty impressive. Anytime you can get together with a big group like that and feel something like yeah. that, it's usually pretty good. Yeah, uh, the, the, go usually, to the text line here. Our, uh, our friend from Denmark uh, asks, uh, why do Americans suck at soccer? Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, oh. Yeah, you asked the right people because I think we're a couple of soccer oh. honks, bud. I think we're, uh, I'm, we're super excited that – so what a lot of people is maybe this don't the Kush know. Kush coach's friend. I think I think he maybe knows the Kush coach. What's his name? Uh, worldwide funny man. Oh. <laughs> okay. 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 Worldwide funny man. <laughs> this is me laughing on your grave. <laughs> worldwide funny man. Uh, if it ain't in America, it ain't in the world, bud. Okay? Denmark? Is that someone's name? I don't know. We have people's name is Mark. People name their kids Mark and Dennis. Is your name Dennis Mark? And that's your f- nickname for it? Dennis Mark? You think you're so funny? You think you're hilarious, Mr. Worldwide Funny Man? You're going to come here. What was my original thing I was going to say to him? Oh, yeah, soccer. You think fucking Americans can't kick the old soccer ball around? You don't even call it football. Are you a goddamn idiot? You all right? A little lightheaded Every there. Every now and then he gets into it, guys. He's lightheaded. I'm red. Um, no, we suck at soccer because uh, it's our whole system here. Our whole system. We're trying it, to change the system. Listen, if, if we don't our, teach our kids right. If our I played for if our country's great best team. athletes played soccer. It's not a, even about be that. A different game. It's not even about that. It's not. It's, I don't care if you have LeBron James and playing goalkeeper. And, and he'd be unbelievable. Could you LeBron as a keeper? Could you fucking imagine? Unbelievable. Because he's got he's got chops, but he's got good wheels. I have a feeling though, anything like here is gonna be a problem. I don't know. But I think stuff far away, I don't know if you're ever getting one upper ninety. He'd be a beast. There's only one guy who's gonna stop a ball with one hand in the the upper (laughs) ninety. Yeah, yeah, dude. Um but was so that, I, is that was that something that's like at every park throughout? Because this is what I was getting at. Good question. St. Louis is a very has a very rich soccer tradition, Certainly which was does. crazy that like the MLS passed us up whenever it first came out. And that's I blame it more on our fucking awful city government than anything. It's the reason why we missed. Out I think on the MLS wanted to team. be here. The MLS wanted to be. Yeah. Here. I mean, you going back to the '60s, like. When anything fifties when we 50s played 60s, England, Pe- Pele would come here like yeah. into St. Louis. Like we still host international friendlies that are fucking dude. I I hope that they host another uh, Bosnian friendly here. Like uh, what, what was it last time? Was it Man U versus uh, the Bosnian national team? Is that what no? It, it was, was Manchester it, was it City friendly? versus somebody, and then there was the <laughs> international friendly, uh, and then there was uh, Inter Milan. Yes, played well, here. We had a few of them. 
But I'm talking about in, in particular the uh, uh, Bosnia and Herzegovina. They're, they're one they team. Play, but... <coughs> Soccer. Um, uh, anyway, like because we have such we have the second largest Bosnian population next to Bosnia, right? Uh, when they they were marching, dude, from my old neighborhood in Dutchtown down to the stadium, like just singing songs and bringing that European soccer experience here. Like, I it's it's interesting that uh, you know, hell, dude, like we've got a we got a, a on New Year's party the next day, the Spanish Society where we hang out. There's a decades old game where the Spaniards play the Mexicans from inside. Uh, you get pulled up there. Oh, they play Argentina? They played did Argentina. Play? I don't think did he did. Messi play? No, I don't think he did. Maybe he did. Uh, uh 2014. Maybe not. He they played Ivory Coast. But, um oh, Roma and Liverpool played. I went to the Real Madrid Inter Milan game. Yeah, that was fucking. Awesome. Anyway, we have a pretty rich that soccer tradition in St. Louis, awesome. and I am. Well, we haven't talked about it a bunch on the show, but there's going to be some recurring characters. We're going to have a skit for the new St. Louis uh, SC. Yeah, Sebastian, soccer guy. Sebastian, the soccer guy. I almost forgot. He's all better. About him. He's better than everyone. I almost forgot all about him. <laughs> Remember Sebastian? He was, uh, he was, he was only uh, for one live show. <laughs> Sebastian went for one live performance and berated everyone because he was better because than them. Because he was better at them. He wore they don't scarves. know anything about, they don't know anything about kits. Uh, anyway, I really am excited about the MLS coming here. To answer your question, it is – I've never – like, it's amazing every four years I do it to myself. But uh, some of the most fun, you know – It's a World Cup year, isn't it? watching 2020 was supposed to be. I think they got – Fuck. Yeah. We lost the World Cup this year? 96, 2004, yeah. 8, 12, 16, 20. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because it's uh, a presidential yeah, election. It got, uh, it got pushed off 20. Fuck beans. I didn't even hear anything about that. Which is dumb. Oh, here we go. They're starting on February 1st, 2021. Okay. That's here good. Here we go. Here we go. I, it seems. I guess at the time, That's, it got postponed. Uh, Larry, you know about this, right? 70 years ago, a bunch of St. Louis kids helped pull off soccer's miracle on grass. Tell them about it. Um, perhaps the first and most seismic shock in World Cup history took place on June 29, 1950, when an England team that was expected to contend for the title was beaten by the United States, a hastily assembled group of part-time players. It has become known as the miracle on grass. Six players from the team were from St. Louis including goal, uh, goalie Frankie Borgie and Harry Keough. Here is an original report from that day. <clears throat> the United States soccer team scored the most stunning, stunning upset in the, in the world of soccer, 1950, by edging powerful England 1-0 and first half goal by Joe Gatons of New York. <clears throat> he headed Walter Barr's hard pass into the net, given little no chance of beating the classy Britons. The underdog Americans dominated the attack during the entire game and forged a rock-ribbed defense when the British fought back in an effort to tie the score. Oh, boy. <clears throat> Forward John Sousa was an outstanding player on the field. <laughs> good, 
Forward John Souza was an outstanding player on the field. The Britons stormed back in the second half, but the United States defense bulwarked, bulwarked by center half Charlie Colombo of St. Louis prevented them from scoring. England had a penalty kick late that? in the game. Mid- midfield center mid was the uh, was a boy from St. Louis, huh? Damn right, like dude. Center mid and the goalie, but Frank Borgie. Frank, we were running that team. Frank Borgie of St. Louis made a brilliant save in the second half. <clears throat> yeah, there's a movie made made about it. They shot it over. Uh, uh, there's some of the, the scenes were shot over by St. Anthony's, yeah. uh, right down the street from where I grew up. I remember when it came in. I think Gavin Rosdale had something to do with that. No, you know who had something to do with it. You know who had something to do with it. Who's that? The oldest boy from Home Improvement. He was the main character. Not Jonathan Taylor Thomas. No, 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 no. This this city. Zachary Ty Bryan? Listen. Zachary Ty Bryan, if, if you get the the Mississippi River and the, the Missouri River and JTT here, we're going to have a flood for the ages, That's bud. True. Okay, you can't, you can't, you can't have, have that a, many you can't have a bodies of water. The Game of Their Lives. Lives. The Game of Their Lives, yes. Is what it's called. The film is based on the true story of the 1950 U.S. soccer team. Which the film strongly implies that the... Oh, Gavin Rosdale is in it. Yeah, I thought so. I remember when they were shooting it. That was around the time I'd moved back up here, was working up here. Uh, Film was based on the true story of the 1950 U.S. soccer team, which against all odds beat England 1-0. One group of teammates were from the Hill neighborhood of St. Louis, and another group came from the Corky Road District of Fall River, Mass., which is where my my mom's family's from. Are you for real? (laughs) How about them apples? Wow. Let's check it out. Dude, it's got Gerard Butler in it, Gavin Rosdale, Zachary Ty Bryan. Let's watch that. We're going to do a watch. You know who's in it? Patrick Stewart. You know who's in it? Stewie? The uh, Cell Bros. Are they? Yeah, they're extras. extras. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. We're going to check it out. Uh, Gerard Butler plays Frank Borgie. How about them apples? Dude, this is good. Gavin Rosdale plays one of those limey pricks from England. Oh, I'm that's a smash him right in his face. If I wasn't afraid to cut my hand on his jagged teeth. <laughs> I'm alone all the time. You know what's the matter? Here, just need me to scoot over. Yeah, I do. What is your problem, Pop? I like symmetry. You got mad. You got mad at the camera. I had to scoot out of the way, Chief. All right. Uh, So here's the deal, guys. We're up against another break. I've got an interesting little article, Steve. A real interesting one, bud. I haven't even had to go to my computer uh, yet. The Israeli. um, There's been an Israeli space official. Come forward. Yeah, uh, I heard saying, about that. Uh, aliens are real. So maybe we can talk about that a little bit. Did we tease something at the end of the first? Yeah, we did. Did we ever get to it? Probably not. If you guys remember what we teased at the end of the uh, first hour. Yeah, yeah, let us know. Let us know. We'll get back to it. We'll get back to it. Maybe the DMT study? No. No. What not? This is the show notes. We have our show notes over here. You can't see them. They're off camera. Yeah, that's all right. <clears throat> and uh, it's from last night's show. Yeah. Guys, Mondays are tough. Tuesdays are tough. Mondays are tough. Tuesdays are tough. Mondays aren't that tough. Uh, Tool time guy. Tool time guy. Guys. uh, Zachary Ty Bryan. Look at that I'll give give you. That's that's this right here, bud. I'll give you $10,000 to name the younger son's name. Who played Mark? Who played Mark? 
Because his name was at the beginning of well, everything. Well, he was the only uh, non-three-named fucking dickhead uh, on there. Let's see. Mark from Home Improvement was... Ooh, come on, baby. Come on, baby. Think deep. Oh. He has three names. He has three names, He's a three-namer, He has three names, too. Uh... T N S Taylor <laughs> Why is that so funny? Uh, he looks like an absolute <laughs> asshole. Uh, He's a cute little kid. Taylor Nemo uh, <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. Wilson. <laughs> yep. I got it. Taylor Nemo Wilson. Taylor Nemo Wilson. I did it. All right. Guys. Uh, it's Taryn Noah Smith. Taryn Noah Smith. <laughs> that, was that his name in the, like, in the credits? Asshole. It was not his. He changed I don't, that. I think he, he, changed, changed he legally it. changed his name when he realized he was Mark from Home Improvement. <laughs> He's like, oh, <laughs> call me Mark. Oh, call me Mark. <laughs> I'm into it. Call me the little brother. Remember he got the real goth? I guess. Remember oh, yeah. 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 What yeah, was yeah. that all about? Yeah. Well, he's, he just, was, he's just, you know, acting out. He's no. He was JTT and Zachary Ty Bryan's brother. Good luck. Sorry about you, Good bud. Good luck, hope you're, hope you're a fuck. Hope you're a world-changing scientist because it ain't <laughs> – because nobody's going to remember you for No, you else. got the you're hot Jonathan athlete. Taylor Thomas's brother. You got the hot, poetry, thoughtful yeah, what guy with the, with the hair. Both of them had hair. Yeah. And he's You're like, a dishwasher. Have you ever <laughs> remember when we we made that blood oath to each other? <laughs> remember when we watched that? Remember when we had the crow marathon? <laughs> remember when I dressed like the crow for Halloween, and I was really into it. And I went up on the roof and fell. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, these are our sponsors. We love you. Welcome to support Costco. them. Support them. Support them if you support want. Support them. I hope you do. Support them. They're great. Support them. We'll be back in five minutes. So, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Non-binary, sentient, artificial intelligence is the third hour of the Hoosier Sophisticate Morning Show. Just getting myself a little bit of ale here in the morning. A wee little bit, everybody. Hey, everybody on Twitch, we love you. If you're on Facebook, you're a piece of human garbage. Get your (laughs) shit together. (laughs) 
Get I'm it gonna, together, I'm bud. I'm going to start doing some watch parties. I mean, Amazon owns Twitch, so eventually they're going to try to overlord themselves on sure. us, too. Um, I want to give a quick update on my plants. They're looking good. I'm actually going to run home and water them, I think. I, I don't want them to dry out after I overwater them. They say you don't want to do that When's either. When's the last time you watered them? Friday. Saturday. Saturday. But they were wet. Okay. Rose, Rose's leaves are growing like this, okay? Okay. Little droop. Do you want me to pull that up? No. The other ones are kind of drooping down like this. Well, then I stopped. I thought it was nitrogen burn at first, so then I watered them until water was coming out of them, out of the bottom. And, I, and then I started to read up on it a little more, and I was like, oh, shit, I may have overwatered them. And then I just watered them some more. Oh shit, what have I done? Thank you. What have I done? And now that I've let them dry out, I got a fan blowing around the root system, like blowing at the ground. I did see a few uh, fungal gnats too. Those mother fungals. <laughs> it's exactly what I said. Except internally, I would never say that aloud. Mother fungals. <laughs> so uh, I got kids, man. So I I put down some sticky boards, some glue boards. Jen just looked at them, said they're looking good. Ooh, baby, baby, keep that tent closed, dude. Hermit yeah, pants. come on, come, come on. on, man. And I don't know if anyone listening can help me out on this, but I looked up because I have some photos in with some autos. Okay, anywhere from shit, we're at twenty five days old. Maybe, maybe getting close to 30 for the photos and somewhere 15. There's about a 15-day gap in between my oldest and youngest. My photos are my oldest. I think I can go 12 and 12 light and bud everything. Okay. And that's what my plan is. So right now I'm learning a lot. I'm learning just let them do their thing. Mm -hmm. Give them the amount of love life, they need. Let life live. And yep. let them do their thing. You know, don't over – I'm a helicopter parent. When it comes to these plants, I'm like, ooh, I need to what go look I at do them now to make yeah, it. Yeah, spray them. I'll spray them again. I'll keep everything moist. Don't keep everything moist all the time. I was anal about keeping everything. I'm like, they live in the fucking jungle rainforest. No, that's not good. They don't. They don't want. They don't want that. Everything else, fungus wants that. Fungus wants you to do that. Yeah, fungus only wants a nice Maybe the fungus in my gut was telling me, they're like, water. It was your we gut biome. Yeah, we fungus. need water. <laughs> our fungal nodes. <laughs> Fungal spores. It's going better though now. Okay. So I'm gonna give him some water. I'm gonna maybe hit him with some newts. Give him a little drip drop. Because I noticed it's so weird because I thought big fat like poinsettia looking plants with big leaves that were flopping out. I'm like, these are awesome. Well, you realize that no, you want your fan leaves like spreading out and at least from what Straight i've learned out. yeah what i've learned mine were all getting this thing called the claw so right at the end of every branch looked like a straight up talon at the end of it and i'm like fuck that's that's kind of weird um so i'm hoping they did all right and you know this is my first grow i'm just I, i'm testing shit out so but i'm we having got people you know saying uh, all kinds of stuff coming in blunt man kill says they can also droop but they've outgrown their pot might need to up pot them they're looking God. beautiful though 
Uh, hopefully you didn't harm them. Coach Coach says, send me picks. I'll help you save these. I'll help save you these problems. I'll reduce the learning curve, brother. Roots need oxygen to grow. I know. So what you I got, did. You got them in three-gallon pots right three now? Three-gallon. Okay. And they're only 20 days. How fucking big do they need? Jesus the, Christ. Don't, don't fucking Jesus. Size, don't size shame them, bud. Don't fat shame your plants. They're they're out of control, the blue tangies. And even now, the, uh, the OG Kushes from Immaculate Seeds are getting wild. Here's what I did, though, and let me know if anyone's ever did this before. I took a piece of tubing from my son's goalie net and kind of aerated a part in the soil of the wettest ones, got that little chunk of mud out of there, and then went and blew into it about 30 times till I was lightheaded. Okay. So I thought I was drying it out and maybe adding Your some sort of... is asking Kush Coach to move in with you. Okay, I like where this is going. <laughs> okay, that hairy bastard MMA. We'll all wrestle. We'll all wrestle each other. I like That's it. That's hot. All right. Um, Jenny and I tag team versus Kush Coach. He can butt punch us. So, but so I blew into it. <laughs> Both of us. So I blew into it and I'm like, yeah, I swear to God, those perked up the ones I blew into. I'm like, what the fuck did I just figure out? Also, uh, I mean, you're putting CO2 in the soil, right? Like, that's something that is necessary. I guess right? is like what I'm doing. You need to get a little CO2 in your plants? <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. So I did that. That seemed to work. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm trying to listen to my body, what my body's telling me to do with these plants. I think it said, my body, my body's telling me yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so that's good. I think I'm going to say, Oh, it gets better, bud. Only if Mrs. Coach can come. Oh, dude, we're going to have a fuck shark. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. I got a bunch of fucking comments from before that I want to (coughs) read, but I feel like we're still on the plant issue right now. And what else? I did something else weird. She's your wife said she's in. Of course she can come, she says. She I'll see that. to it. I'll see to it she comes. <laughs> uh, we have fun here. More. This is the third hour. This is third hour. Bone me up. We ask our fans all the time, hey, write us an email that's going to make us laugh, going to make us cry, or is going to give us a major bone. Uh, and it's really taking place. Steve's really taking care of these plants, giving them blowjobs. Damn. Who said that? Herfy. Hervey, you want to be done in this town? I think Hervey's working on being a little done. Hervey, more like fucking turd fee. (laughs) You got a fee on your fucking turds. That's not. That's not. A a turd fee. Imagine if you had to pay a fee for every turd you flushed down the toilet. Awful. (laughs) Turd tax? Turd tax. Turd tax. That's the next thing. Don't even say it. They're going to fuck Don't it. even say it. It just you happened. Just put it, you just, with morphic <laughs> resonance, you have, ah! all, you have all but guaranteed that there is now going to be a turd tax somewhere in our dystopia. Hello, I'm Billy Fitzsimmons, and <laughs> I am running on the turd tax initiative. <laughs> I'll tax all them high-capacity high, high shitters. What, what state is Billy Simmons? Fitzsimmons. Fitzsimmons. 
Uh, he's from what, Vermont. He's from Vermont. He's yeah. representing Vermont. He's just like small in the live time free or live. die state. Yep. No way yep. they're taxing yep. turds uh, there yeah. to start. In other states. Oh my goodness. They're taxing all the people who come look at our fucking leaves in Vermont, and they come shit in our fucking toilets. <laughs> Only out of state. Out of state shitters, state shitters got to pay a turd tax, tax, bud. Okay, you want to come to Vermont? Like see tax. my foliage, a bud? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Not. Not in Vermont. I just have a hard time believing the live free or die state's going to be taxing turds, but it makes sense if you're, if they're if they're only taxing the outsiders. They've gone full isolationist. They're only they're only allowing. Uh, what, what's a per, what's a, a person from Vermont called a Vermonter? They're a called a, an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> We've waged war. <laughs> Fuck you, Vermont. Fuck you, Vermont. I, you know, I know listen, I know, listen, for a couple things that I know to be true in 2020, uh, there is no change shortage. That's all made oh, up. Oh, wow. No change shortage. What a farce that was. What a fucking farce the change shortage was. We need your change. Uh, we're, try- we're playing hide and seek with the cold, okay? Mm. And Vermont. He did it again. Vermont <laughs> can lick a perineum. <laughs> lick the perineum of uh, of the dirtiest train riding hobo. <laughs> yeah, but like overfed hobo. What? Like just an obese hobo. Oh, you gotta. Yes. That's what, oh. that's what Vermont can do, bud. I, I, I'm not body shaming. I, body no, shaming. Body shaming. Body shaming. Body shaming. Body shaming. There's probably more flavor on it. So that's <laughs> yeah. flavor. You're right. That's all I'm getting. Like at. a trucker, like a thick trucker <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Hardy's commercial. <laughs> 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 oh. Oh, thick, just thick like thick the burger. Western Thick Burger. <laughs> a thick drug asshole. Extra cheese. Are <laughs> 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 those well, red onions on there? Well, I, I started to pass out there. So, in other words, I'm what I'm crying. saying is, fuck you, Vermont. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See what you've done, Vermont? What is someone from Vermont, Vermont. called? Amat Polarian? <laughs> An idiot. That is my favorite answer ever. <laughs> Vermonters. Look at me go. He didn't say that. That was my first one. He said Vermonteers. Oh, oh, it's going to taste real good when you I go know. back and listen I'm to not this going show. To. I'm and not Daddy going said, to. What are they called? Vermonters. Vermonters? Nothing like standing tall in front of a man <laughs> the half sheet in between the clipboard. Ooh, I like that. What does that mean? Oh. Uh, well, I, I've got I, because his government name's attached to it. I don't. Oh, we got ta- Sweden sucks. Flame broiled perineum. Oh, one political oh. party can't talk with 330 million people, right? That's that's true. Is the U.S. too big? Uh, well, I mean, our power yeah, no is. We're, we're certainly too involved. How about that? I don't know what too big, but we're certainly too involved. Well, we just need to um, let the states do their thing. Um, soccer is typically drowned out by American football, basketball, baseball, and other sports. It's like we want to do everything in our power to resist playing the game the rest of the world loves. Yeah, I mean, we've got more kids play soccer than anything. Right now, yeah. It's just our, 
I think uh, football's dying. Football's going to die. Football will die off. It's, it, it's, it's, it's I funny to me wait. because it really – I've talked about this before. You want to talk about, like, having weird identity crises and things like that. Like, for a significant portion of my life, I just wanted – I, I wanted that time to be dedicated to football in some capacity, whether that was as a player, a coach for a short period, just a fucking rabid fan, a gambler. Like, the football played a huge part. And when I got to see – I was already irritated with, like, the direction the NFL took on – like, the, the, the hypocrisy. I like football. I fucking loathe the NFL. I watch college football. Everything. I watch college football. I don't like the NCAA any, either. I don't I think either. they're a bunch of pricks, I don't too. either, but at least then, like <clears> – <throat> At least with that, like it, it always feels like college sports in general. I prefer college basketball to college. I mean, to pro basketball. Like, I I, I like you know storied matchups. You know, old universities. Yeah. I love that the tradition of homecoming came from Mizzou and Kansas. Like, you know, like yeah, you know all those things. Like, I I, I do I do I appreciate like the tradition involved in those things. Where football lost me was like first off they were constantly going to bat for heinous fucking people and heinous acts as long as that person was an all-star oh but uh, if it's weed they'll kick you out of the fucking league kick you out of the league and now look at them like now now how many of their stadiums reside in places where recreational cannabis is i promise you the nfl will be right out in front of that they will be completely fucking uh oblivious to oh hockey's the best because they're well hockey they they don't even test their players yeah. anymore yeah and they, cannabis is right legal play. in canada and, and football said they were going to follow that lead no fucking hope so. Too. But honestly, what happened for me, and I, you can call me fucking, you know, scorned or whatever, like when they pulled their shit with St. Louis, uh, and honestly, like it, it, it wasn't any kind of level of, there was no principle behind the matter. It was just, hey, this billionaire is going to hold a gun to your head to do his bidding <clears throat> until, let's be honest, we could have offered... We did offer to pay for a, a stadium for Stan Kroenke, we, which I was against. Like, I watched the NFL time and, uh, time and again hold fucking major cities hostage uh, for tax revenue, for all mm -hmm. of these different things, in exchange to, sub, uh, to, to subsidize a billionaire's plaything. And it's bullshit. I do think that having <clears throat> an NFL franchise in a, in a city – is once again, it's like the baseball thing. Like there, it is something for all of us to unite around. That's all great, but the way that the NFL goes about their business and the way that they fleece the American taxpayer, the average citizen living, you know, uh, in in the city of St. Louis, like all of that shit is it's fucking gross, yeah. and it's the most egregious coming from them because the league is making more money than any other league. And football's own, been on a meteoric build rise. Build your own fucking stadium. <clears throat> build your own stadium. You know, like I mean, it's and my thing is, it's like it's way a little newer different. than baseball. It's a little different. Like I, I think about like what would what would St. Louis look like had we just given Bidwell what he wanted, which wasn't yeah, like a Cardinals. crazy ask at the time. We'd still have two Cardinal franchises in mm -hmm. town. Uh, you know, we would still uh, and, and and a guy that was invested in the area. You know, which that was the big argument. They couldn't sell the fucking Rams to anybody but Stan Kroenke because he was a Missouri boy. And he was going to he never he always planned to move back to L.A. So regardless of what we decided to do, uh, you know, these the, on, on top of like the money and everything and the memories that, you know, 
fathers would share them with their sons and you know like like having all of that ripped apart but then on the way out also fucking like trying to make an example of st louis and saying it's a dying area which is completely counterintuitive to the narrative that twitter and fucking microsoft who are building headquarters here and everything like if you want to go fucking go get out of here there's no reason to fucking drag us fucking through the mud on also you had they had three teams trying to relocate two of them already existed around fucking la you know like they they were already california teams you already had a built-in fan base there and i understand the rams came from there i get it i understand that like if I had my way, we would have got our fucking expansion team, the goofy stampede, you know. Oh, whatever. I fucking loved when we had that idea rolling Well, that out, was dude. the deal. And they, it got shot down probably because, you know, at the time, uh, what's-his-face, uh, went out there and, and got Frontier to, to move her team here. And it's just, dude, it's – the NFL has not only – like, and then, and then, and then, after they fucking destroy – so many jobs here in St. Louis after we've spent $16 million putting together a plan. That yeah. Was all a fucking farce. Unbelievable. And by the way, they're in fucking court still. And I hope, I don't know what, I don't know what is going to come of it, but I hope that it costs the NFL a fortune because for fucking well, they once, got it. a scorn city said, you know what? Fuck this. Fuck this. We did everything according to your process. We did everything according to, you know, to your plan. Only to find out that the plan you already we were yeah. already breaking ground. There is no secret plan. No secret plan. Fuck you. I hope it costs them just a crazy amount of money. I hope it costs them an insane amount of money, and I hope that St. Louis can put it to good use. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is building, but I hope that it does something to our riverfront that brings some pride back to downtown. St. Did you Louis. see the renderings of the soccer? Oh, dude. Pretty cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm into it. I'm into it. The location's fine. I just, dude, I want to see our riverfront fucking celebrated. We, we, you Yo, know, like, we I, talk about that all the time. We talk about it all the time. Like, give oh, us a more so on the old show. Situation. We haven't talked about it in a while. Give but. us a river walk situation. I want like an something. art fair where you could have the stainless steel bench Fold tables. Fold them down from, yeah. the, from the levee wall. Yeah. We should still fucking petition to do that. Um, anyway, here's, the NFL just, it's fuck <clears throat> cities time and again. It 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 defends, fuck city where where's that? <laughs> it's Let's defended go. fucking woman beaters. Oh, uh, and 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 rather than just get out in front of it and fucking handle the business, pretends it doesn't happen until somebody exposes until a video. Every comes time, out. that's the thing is the NFL. They've got the resources. They know the fuckery that's going on. They're doing no all of this shit, and they never have fucking anything to say. They never take the fucking initiative to make anything right until somebody blows the fucking whistle. They're on a non And how many times do you get to fucking do that? It's just so fucking maddening. No, because people will still fucking pack the stands, man. And here's the deal. I think football is so much younger than baseball. um, And we've seen it kind of go, whoa, here it goes downwards. Crazy popular. And I think it's starting to get less popular. And I remember reading an article a few years ago talking about the kids. Every year there's been like a one, one and a half, two percent, two and a half percent from 2015 to 16 season. Uh, where kids are less kids are participating in football, where I guess less parents and less kids even want to. And it's fallen by 7% since 2010. And this article's from 2018. So you figure if it keeps dropping at this exponential rate, it keeps going and going, like the percentages keep growing each year. Pretty soon, there's going to be no one left to play football. I feel like with the 
this is the, we're the last generation that you can lie to in a way of, you can still lie to people, but you used to be able to lie to someone and they had no way to fact check you. Right. Now it's like, well, I can find some information on that. The way they told football players, no, there's nothing going on with your guys' brains. Yep. There's nothing going on till guys were shooting themselves in the heart so that they could study and their saying, brain. study my brain. There's something wrong with it. Yeah. All these years I've been putting my body on the line thinking, yeah, Dude. I got a two or three concussions, but you just get back in there, man. Like we listened to, we listened to Grant Wistrom and, and Kyle Turley talk about what cannabis did for them. Now they can talk about it, even Good. though they were being tested at the time. I mean, these guys competed at the highest level. I, I, we have grown. We have evolved. Our athletes have evolved at a rate that the, the rules of this game, the way that this game is played, you're literally getting hit by a truck, like, on a regular fucking Dude. basis. And if you're leading with your head, I mean, the, the amount of impact that is taken, even, even when you're not going, even when it's not a hard hit, just consistent banging of fucking heads that's they actually say that tiny that's more yeah. more, da more dangerous than the the big concussive hits is like the the uh you know the consistent hitting over time of just small fucking yeah. shots to the head like linemen do every fucking every play. every and and dude and it that is an explosion like it might not be a far distance but that is fast twitch muscles those guys are moving at a speed that and we can't 300 pounds they're 300 dude. pounds and they bench press 500 600 pounds they i watched a video you know? that made me ill of the dirtiest hits in the last 20 years in the nfl nfl and i was like oh cool i watch mma videos and i watch it he's just fucking teeing off on, on it was safeties and yeah. linebackers either hitting a quarterback or, or a guy getting ready to catch a pass it's not looking. yes yeah. oh uh two of them were quarterback sliding and the person coming in oh, and yeah. hitting and you when they're sliding down you see the head bounce off the ground they're hot, and they're just they're out they're out fucking cold like yeah. it's crazy when you see feet because you can tell when someone's like, oh, I'm hurt. Their feet, maybe legs are moving. And their feet are kind of in a position. When someone's out, you can tell by the... Dead. Yeah, you can tell their toes are pointed in whatever fucking direction. <laughs> like, holy shit, he's out. I didn't know feet could fucking point in those directions. <laughs> but it made me... That used to... ESPN built that. Sports Center was my favorite fucking yeah. show growing up. The biggest hits, that was number one play sure. on the top Dude, 10. Dude, I was a primarily like... I mean, I, I played offense, but I only I cared about defense. I yeah. only cared about playing linebacker. I cared about, you know, you're keying on one person. Like, that was on, in some sets. Like, your job is to pretty much track a person the entire time. And if he even thinks that he's going to take his eyes off of you to turn and catch a ball, you knock his face off. That's yeah. the deal. That's the deal. You fucking collect. You try and just collect fucking scalps. That's all you're doing. <laughs> well, that's funny you mentioned that because I would say six out of the ten hits were Steelers. I was like, Jesus Christ. Because you remember all that came out sure. that there had bounties on people. Sure. Well, Saints did. <clears throat> yeah, that oh, was, no, was it the yeah, Saints? Saints? Yeah, it was uh, okay. Greg Williams, who ended up being a, a coach for the Rams before they. Was it, he, he, he was Steelers ties? What was the, Yeah, he what probably the, was. Because it was Harrison. Harrison had like two or yeah, three of well, them. He's just a bad fucking man. Well, the, James and, Harrison's a bad and man. And the, the crown of the helmet coming up yeah. on people's like chins. Mm -hmm. Also, you could just see their heads go. 
bleh, 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 bleh. and the body just wasn't meant to take force like I had that. A that bothers me the most. I had a fortuitous uh, experience with football. I know it's not, and it maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe there's been some fucking damage. Certainly been some brain damage, uh, but. Um, you know, straight up, like my kids aren't super, straight up. My kids aren't super interested in it. No, you know, um, Oliver would play until I, he got hit, and that was the deal. Is like you know uh, when Landon got into it. Not, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe he'll you, he'll. You he'll think they're softer now? Do. Is that part of it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Well, it's just it's just a different it's just a different game. Does intelligence it's, kind of make you a little softer though? Like when you start making yeah, better choices to make your life more comfortable, that yeah. you're like. I'm not so prepared to bash my head in against yeah, another guy. Yeah, but also guy. I would say that there's probably been a resurgence like of kids that are involved in martial arts. That's and, what I and, was going to say. You know, say. combat yeah. sports. I think and that's so, and that's the that's great. ultimate of thinking yeah. and endurance. Like mm. when I when you see yeah, wrestling, two good fighters, is the toughest. God, I mean, it's the, as far as conditioning goes, like wrestling is insane, dude. Like <laughs> I, I I would. I don't wrestling understand room, wrestling. Like, like I'll tell you, it's not that hard to catch on to. And when you get into it, man, I'll tell you what, that's one thing. How do you win? Pinning a, someone? Or, or you score points. Yeah, you score so points. So you can point out it. the whole time. How yeah. long is a wrestling match? Uh, it's usually three periods of uh, three minutes, I think. So nine minutes? Two minutes, maybe, at the high school level. Okay. Uh, but, yeah. yeah. So well, I've seen some of those college ones. And it's the best. Dude, that's what I was going to say. My, uh, my uncle's a, a collegiate ref. And, and, and dude, like... So he's always, like, unfortunately, when I first went to St. Mary's, like, they didn't have a wrestling program. I think they might now, maybe a club wrestling or something yeah. like that. But it wasn't a sport that was available. Um, but I, it's one of those that I think you get kids involved in pretty young. Dude, some of the, the toughest people that I know, some of the most resilient people that I know, some of the smartest people that I know or, or most successful people all have, like, wrestling backgrounds. Because the amount of discipline, discipline. it takes to be good at it. Uh, those are, those are things that you kind of carry forward in life. You know, I I, I want to get my boys in in mixed martial arts just for, and and see what you know discipline they're into. Sure. It's not a, it, one being able to defend yourself is great, but that's really that's second. also being able to kick a nerd's ass. Is yeah, great. Like, <laughs> beat them down. The nerd, but kick a nerd's, kick a nerd's <laughs> ass, man. Uh, but also, but mainly because of the discipline that, uh, I, that that's comes, the deal that comes along with it. And when you can string I want to do it with them because you know what? I could use a little discipline myself. When, when you're going to destroy every kids, I'm gonna you don't want to get beat up by your kids. kids. You're in class with them. Stay in fucking, <laughs> I gotta stay at least kind of a little bit at both. least to where my strength will always kind of offset how much better of a fighter they are. Um, the, whenever you can combine your instincts, <clears throat> quick thoughts, and draining your body of all of its energy. <clears throat> it's easy. Uh, CBC was really good about that. That, Yeah, go ahead and play soccer before you guys run. Yeah. Pretty easy, huh? All right, now you're going to run two miles. We're not going to touch a soccer ball for the next hour, and then we're going to have a scrimmage. And then we're going to see who has soccer figured out at that point when yep. you are when you're fucking, gassed. When you can't get by on just raw, raw physical. And that was the only, my only saving grace was I was like, I was like ah, I can't, 
what guys? You know, they, they <laughs> fucking water. I remember like everyone's like, I need water. I'm like, what? You didn't even need water? That's like where I trained myself. Everyone would take water breaks. I'm like, I'll fucking just keep kicking around the soccer ball. And they're like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> to me, I'm like, I don't fucking oh, need water. I don't fucking drink water, you loser. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was a whole deal. But um, I don't think, I think soccer will grow. But I think kids <clears throat> knowing what football is now, they will lean more towards a sport that allows itself to a little bit more cerebral uh, aspects because MMA fighting, when you see two MMA guys and good announcers, mm. when they say, oh, he's trying to move to his power section, mm. he's trying to stay out of his right hook zone because he know the, knows the guy has a big hook. Well, he's going to try to set him up and shoot. Well, if that guy shoots, he's good at – he's a wrestler – He's BJ uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. That's where they kind of one guy's trying to mount, the other guy's trying to do this. Well, if he grabs this arm, I'm gonna move my hips. It's a chess game. Yeah, it's a chess game. That's when fighting is. And I also love to see Dude, you, you want to stand that? out there and hit each other in the yeah. fucking face too. Yeah, let's fuck. Well, Dude. there that could happen, right? Like you could introduce that to football. All you got to do. If you want to solve the fucking concussion crisis in football, take, away take their fucking helmets off. Take their fucking helmets off. Take their helmets off them, give them slimmer pads, yep. and make it a game One where they percent. have to grapple. And they, They're still tackling, but you're not going to lead with your bare face. You're not going to no. use that, and you're not going nope. to attack their head with it. You're going to... Uh, I mean, dude, Pete Carroll uh, introduced it to, the, um, to his Seahawks team, but, I mean, he, he taught a whole new way to tackle... And they, it, which was not using the head, and they were one of the best tackling teams, and it was rooted in like grappling, fucking really? uh, uh, disciplines, you know. Yeah. But I mean, there there is a way to play that sport without yeah. it being what it what it Hyper-violent. is. Hyper violent. Take the fucking helmets <clears throat> off. Of How do you know, linemen? Our coaches used to say football is not a contact sport. Football is a collision sport. Uh, you know, like you're not yeah. fuck, you're not here to fucking make contact with people. You're here to blow other people up. That's the fucking. That's the. And war if that's you're not place. into that, if you're you're on the receiving end of it, so you better Ooh. figure it out. It all. That's the other thing. That you know, it being being like when you have timid kids, getting oh them to understand God. that if you're delivering the hit, it doesn't hurt. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's the deal. Feels be, clean. Be as the hell. one delivering the hit. Um, I, I was watching something the other day when I was going on my MMA journey, rabbit holes down Facebook. Getting ready for coach coach. <clears throat> oh yeah. Just studying film. I got into this little mini, uh, episode of, uh, it was a series. Like if you talk too much shit before the fight, what can happen to you? And <laughs> no, it was that. Ricardo Mayorga. Which I kind of remember, yeah, and remember obviously Mayorga. I remember yeah. Oscar De La Hoya. Sure. Well, Mayorga had the belt, and in their press conferences, he's like, "I'm gonna f your wife." Uh, he's calling them like a ton of slurs, like saying his own people, his own race hate him. I mean, dude, the worst shit I've seen people say before a fight ever. And I'm like, holy shit, dude. Like, I was like, oh, my, clutching my pearls. Oh, my gosh. So Oscar De La Hoya finally after about, and, you know, he was Mr. Like, hey, I'm, I'm Oscar De La Hoya. I'm here to box someone, you know. And he still comes off like that. I'm sure he had some 
demons. I know. Sure. He's too sweet. Sure. Um, so finally at the last one, he's like, now it's personal. I, on May 5th or whatever, on, what was it? June 22nd? No, it was, it was May. He goes, I'm going to knock you out. It's personal. So it's building up to the whole thing. The guy's still talking shit to him. Oscar's just, he's locked fucking in, dude. He's just like, ever keeps talking. Every word you say is going to get your eye dotted. One Oscar's time. training camp before all this had happened. This comes out after the fight. Oscar goes in there, wins the fight, you know, fucking comes out there is beating his ass at first, knocks him down and fucking walks away. Just looking at him. Let him like, get up that just so you know, well then Mayorga starts coming back and you're like, fuck, did he blow his load too early? Well, eventually De La Hoya and, it's the best that weight class, whatever that is. Well, it's the probably. most entertaining I've ever seen. Those guys are strong and fast as fuck. I think it was a welter. Oh my god! Whatever that weight class is, holy shit, dude! Um, I'm sure they fought it a few different. Yeah, he fought at middle and welter. So uh, he he shit, wins. He won eleven world titles in six weight classes, bud. Jesus. He so he wins, you know, fucking wins the fight. He's getting carried around at the end, knocks him out, and his training staff, you know, like it's part of everything that goes into it. They told him they go his, what he's going to do is try to shit talk you, and get you out of your head so you don't train well. Well, guess what? That's going to motivate you. And when you get in there, this is what he does. You're going to study more tape than you ever have. And they even dissected his game plan, even from the psychological perspective. So the amount of everything that goes into this one-on-one -on -one battle, that it's just you versus this other human, I could see where more people would gravitate towards that now, even though boxing is kind of on its way out, because they kind of had the same well, actually, thing. It, it's well, it's starting to see a little I, bit I, I of a resurgence. You but know, as far like, as like boxing was, yeah. was the biggest well, it was thing. Ruined. It was ruined by Don King. I mean, you think Don King? I think they uh, had an NFL thing too. And where others, it's like, but I mean, here's yeah. money and no, there's no brain damage in boxing. Obviously, uh, you know all that shit. It's like what? Uh, what yeah. kind of lies are we telling ourselves so yeah. we can have fun? The problem with it, was, like with what happened, was is they took the best. They took the best the sport had to offer, and they put them behind a paywall that wasn't going to reach uh, the kids that were probably going to be great, you know. And like, yeah. and it's a it's a great money making model. It's fine, but you know, and and it works a little better now that a bunch of people have multiple different kinds of devices that can potentially just. We're in a society now where charging that fight to your phone plan or to your cable plan like is a lot easier than what it used to oh, take. Sure. Pick up a phone, call well, now a credit you can get card, it you get two minutes you know, after like, the fucking and that's fight the deal. Too. You it's can. Like, exactly. I watched uh, the Tyson fight on Facebook Live. I watched it on uh, Twitch. Yeah, somebody just yeah. filmed it in their living room. It was actually kind of funny. Uh, I mean, you know, it was fine. And that I, fight it, was awful. It was so bad. It and was, it, it, well, it was just so compared oversold. to this De La Hoya oh, sure. fight. Yeah, sure. The I, combos these guys were I was really uncomfortable with, with, the, with this fight anyway. Like I, oh I, my I ultimately God. like I, I just was not like both of them are still two of the greatest fighters to have ever lived. I don't think that there's anything to gain from having two fifty-plus-year-old men punching each other in the head that still have the punching power that Mike Tyson 
and certainly Roy Jones Jr. has. Well, so, like, to me, it almost Tyson looked like there was a that. gentleman's agreement. One million Because listening to Tyson on Rogan, I'm like, oh, fuck. He's going to kill him. He's going to kill him. But, but, he smoked but also, beforehand. that's not giving fucking Roy Jones Jr. much credit because he was one of the baddest dudes on the planet ever. What pound per pound. What concern, though, was that Roy Jones Jr. did have some serious brain shit that went yeah. down. And I'm like, no, you don't have to. You don't need to do this anymore. No. We don't have to do this anymore. I don't. What charities are going to benefit from this? And are they going to want to benefit from it when a couple of uh, old men beat each other to yeah. death? Is that is that something that charities <laughs> cool. want to fucking <laughs> cool? You know? So what about Logan Paul? Like, so so Logan what, Paul's gonna fight Floyd Mayweather, <laughs> and I think it's great. <laughs> well, first off, Jake Paul fucking tuned the band up on Nate Robinson. So those are different people. They're brothers. So Logan Paul is a different person. Yeah, he did brothers. not fight. And Nate they're Robinson. they're also like as part of the I know they're Instagrammers or YouTube whatever. stars. YouTube, yeah. And they're content creators yeah. and somewhere along the lines in the con- creating content, they started boxing natural and shit. transition. And you know what? Like good for them. Fuck, you know, but well, it looks should, like Drago a little but bit. We should, dude, there's actually I just watched a video the other day where this guy shows up outside Logan Paul's house dressed as Drago. He's got Drago across his fucking boxing shorts. He's got gloves on, a robe. He's standing out there in front of the camera speaking in Russian, telling him to come outside and get some. And so Logan's going to – he's got a ring in his backyard. They buzz this dude in. He's all hungover. He's going to fight this fucking Drago lookalike. And this is the content that they're creating. But the dude also, like, having listened to Rogan and other fight experts, they're like, no, this dude trains for real. Yeah. Like, he might be a fucking total cheese dick yeah. from YouTube. But he can pay the but best he's trainers six in the foot, world. He's six foot, you know, three. He makes $100 million and a year. And he looks and, big. Oh, he's big. So, so <laughs> he here's looks, the deal. He looks like Tommy Gunn. Here's the deal. He's fighting Floyd Mayweather. Who is arguably Tommy Morrison, the greatest? I guess is his real life, yeah, real name. Who's arguably the greatest fuck? Well, he's probably the greatest defensive boxer of all time. His and he's fights are of, boring. He's as so boring. Fuck. And you know what? Like boxing fanatics are probably like, oh, this is so great. This, this is, is a, this a symphony. It's watching, it's watching the Spaniards play soccer. You know, make the extra pass don't, for Christ's sake. Don't, Just don't make the. Why don't you pass it again? That they Miguel. That, <laughs> Pass the ball one more time. Put a shot on goal, bud. <laughs> the Greeks play the boring game. The, the they Germans play nine defenders. A vertical. The Germans are bombing balls over They're the six middle. They're six foot six. Bang. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, Floyd Mayweather is one of the best. You just can't hit him. He's just he's that quick. You can't hit him. It's boring as fuck. Every fight I've seen of his, I've been bored to tears, knowing that I'm witnessing like. Genius. Well, do you ever think the the guy should do like one of these? Like, be like, whoa. whoa. That, that should way, work. That'd that probably get Floyd if he's really moving. Good, he's gonna catch like, a back fist. He, he goes, oh, caught one right <laughs> in the side of the head. You punch where he's gonna be. Yeah. Well, he's he's in a lot of places at once. He's fast. People have said. I anyway, rem- I remind them of Fedor. Oh yeah. Like how so? Like when he's. Like I maybe uh, like if Fedor got real sick. Yeah, and they okay. hadn't seen I can him see for that. Like time. Fedor stars in Dallas Buyers Club. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's mean. Oh, uh, that's mean. That was really mean. Uh, so anyway, Mayweather's gonna tune up the band on. He's just gonna keep fucking just sticking him in the face for twelve rounds. He's gonna clip him with one, but and shock the world. But if Logan, but that would, 
I can't and the younger you. generation is going to say we were right the, about and, everything. Yep, and, by, and they're going to say you're going to start listening to us about yeah. climate change, yes. guys. Logan we Paul were right just, about everything. Is this your champion? Is this your champion? Is this your champion? <laughs> Boagrios! So, uh, but Logan Paul's like, dude, he's big. Mayweather's a little sawed-off cocksucker. There's going to be a serious reach advantage, but he's going to be lumbering compared to Floyd. Anyway, it would be awesome to see him clip him. It when is this going to happen? Uh, February 20th. Ask me how I know that. He's 44, 15, 32. Okay. What does that mean? That's not even... Dude, that's not even his boxing stats. Like you're looking at like some kind of celebrity. <laughs> I don't know what oh, I'm looking. God, oh I god, I just added that. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, oh, I didn't. God, no, I didn't. You need a Chrome extension to keep up with Logan Paul's body measurements. <laughs> I thought so. Logan Paul size, famousbodysize.com. That's that's creepy, guys. Oh, here we go. Celebrity inside. Measurements. Why? Why (laughs) Why, why are there multiple sites that talk about this? Shoe size. Shoe size. See, that's when he's still a kid. This is this is uncomfortable. Six to one ninety. He's got forty four inch chest, thirty three inch waist, fifteen inch buys. Buys. They're not going to disclose the shoe size. They're not going to give away all of this. Got to leave some to imagine those are 11s. Uh, oh, easily those are 11s. <laughs> hey, bud, I got a I got a crazy little deal here, bud. I got a crazy little thing called Luke. Called love. The guy who used to run Israel's space security program is sounding the alarm, Mm-mm. claiming Mm-mm. aliens are real and they're secretly working with our governments Mm-mm. and biding their time. Haim Ashed reportedly told the Israeli publication. Israeli, Israeli, Israelerton. He can confirm the existence of aliens because he claims they've been among us for a damn long time. He even says they have their own or the Galactic Federation. Not only that, but Ashed, who worked for the Israeli government from 81 to 2010, also alleges. President Trump was about to blow the lid off the whole thing recently, but that he was convinced to shut his trap because most humans weren't ready for the truth yet. The 87-year-old reportedly said there's an agreement between the U.S. government and the aliens. They signed a contract with us to do experiments here. They, too, are researching and trying to understand the whole fabric of the universe, and they want us as helpers. Boy, that's bleak. Because we can't decide if a fucking plant should be legal or not. (laughs) So they really hitch their wagon to a fucking winner here. Uh. So they come in peace. One more outlandish claim. Ashed said there's an underground space base on Mars right now where man and alien are working side by side (gasps) for the betterment of the Federation. Okay. So that guy in that alley. Okay, so why is he going public? Much like comedy, Ashed says it's all about timing, noting that if he had brought this up five years ago, he'd have been written off as nuts. By the way, plenty of people are still going with that take, 
insinuating the dude's not all there anymore. Conspiracy theorists, on the other hand, are pointing to Trump's fascination with ramping up Space Force as evidence a sheds onto something. And don't get us started with UFO sightings either. What are you asking? Remember, aliens? Obama all but confirmed the existence of aliens himself, too, but wasn't as loose-lipped as old Haim here. Thanks for sharing, bud. Now beam us up, E.T. A little dismissive coming from TMZ there. Beam me uh, up, E.T. This guy used to run Israeli space defense, and uh, Israel doesn't take that shit lightly. They've got a fucking iron dome that they built that intercepts anything flying into their city. They're concerned about defense in the airspace. They didn't have just some goober running the show there. Yeah. This guy has probably got the load. How, I mean, they're the Canadian on the edge head of the Air Force, I think, confirmed it too. There are aliens. There are ships out Good there. Good morning, sluts. Easy. Kenzie. Who the hell Jesus. said Kenzie, that? Jesus your, Christ. Don't you ever stuff. talk to me like third that. Third hour. We can man. do that. We can do oh, that. Yeah. We are a little Third pigs. hour. We also do this. Oh, hang on. I'm frozen in time. Now I'm not. Now I'm not. Now I'm hot. Now I'm hot. Hey, little girl. Get hot. Burn your biscuit. Burn his bun. Burn his balls. Burn his biscuits. Burn his bun. Burn his balls. Burn his biscuits. Burn his biscuits. Burn. one yet no maybe maybe what do you uh were you gonna ask me something about aliens yeah what would you ask him you get an alien it comes back he goes you got one question what's your question alien here comes the alien hi craig i want to answer one Questions for you. What song you want to play at your funeral, dude? <laughs> I would like to play Get Galactic. Gleep Glorps. By Gleep Glorp Johnson. <laughs> An old intergalactic blues number. Yeah. <laughs> Goes like this. Uh, what would I ask? Uh, I guess I'd say, uh, how did you get here? Okay. I think. That's a good one. How did you get here? Do you come in peace? And eh, like the, and at that like point, the... I, like, that's, that seems like a throwaway because if they don't, I'm fucked anyway. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna pretend I'm interested in your quest. Yeah, I don't know what I would ask them. I would just, I would just make sure to let them know. We're cool, man. We're cool. You instantly just start blowing the alien. We're cool. No, I'm afraid they might have some barbs or something. What if, like, when you blow them, barbs shoot out oh, of yeah, your? Or maybe like head. it's just a grave insult in their culture. Like you, you're gonna how put dare you? How you're how gonna d- put that in your mouth? How dare and, you? And what are the odds that they got a real nice meaty cock like I like? <laughs> What are the odds? Yeah. <laughs> Out of all the universe? <laughs> Doubtful. Well, if they got here. Doubt it. Speaking of which, we're going to go through our sponsors one last time. Yeah, we probably are to. Uh, Speaking of property group. Big fat 
that guy wants to call you. He middle wants you to call night. him in the middle of the night. He's not going to call you. In the he's not going to call you no. in the middle of the night because he's got other people just ridiculous. blowing his phone up in the middle of the night. You might, you'd actually be lucky to get a hold of him in the middle of the night because there are so many calls coming in where people just, busy. People are just trying to talk about that dirty, dirty bungalow. You know, trying to trying to have a little bungalow talk late at night, bungalow. waking Adam up. He loves bungalows and uh, bungahoes. Bottom line, Adam, Adam Bunder wants to help you find your dream home, a place where you want to spend the rest of your days with the people that you love, uh, or maybe in, in the sweet serenity of total solitude. Whatever you choose, that's fine. Uh, he wants to help you get that place. He also wants to help you sell your shitty little shack yeah, that, that you live in now. Awesome. You deserve better than that garbage pile you call a home. Yeah, I know. It's got a lot of memories. A lot of memories, a lot of, lot of stuff, throw those but away. you should just burn it down. You really should. Um, no, don't burn it down. He'll sell it. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What the hell? But he'll sell the he'll sell the charred remains. He'll, ch- hey, he'll sell land. Whatever you give him, he'll sell it to you. Uh, Native Hemp Extract, what they do is they make the highest quality cannabis sativa l product i think i've ever uh, enjoyed steve i've had 1500 milligram cbd cbg today uh i tried to like some stuff out of the lab today with their we're a little taste test we're beta testers it. 1500 milligram mint blend uh but honestly that 1800 milligram total cannabinoid goodness it's honestly the best i've ever used it makes me better it makes me feel better it makes my brain work a little better uh it gets me ready for my day Ms. Marketing, what he does uh, is he basically is just funnels leads. He run, he takes your social media and he puts your brand, your image in front of the people that want to see it. You need to get with Ms. Marketing for all of your business and organization digital marketing needs. Just do that for me. The Spanish Society Outreach, Brian Kessler, the Vibe Tribe, they're raising money right now. Right now, you can send a dollar to the Vibe Tribe. Check out Brian Kessler's page. Check out at the Vibe Tribe. You can send them a dollar. For every 500 they raise, they go and help out somebody with a Christmas. They're helping people with a Christmas this year. Whoever can use a little hand up. Uh, that's the kind of people, kind of things that we're trying to do around here to, uh, you know, strengthen our community. Our community grows stronger through our through our charity, through our through our empathy through our love and so uh attaching ourselves to to organizations and businesses that mirror uh those desires uh is important to us just like james carlton state farm look at those eyes he's fantastical 314-961-4800 he's the greatest insurance agent in the game he truly is ruthless murderer (laughs) eyes of a (laughs) cold-blooded killer uh he is going to he's going to just get you the best insurance whether that's with him or maybe he'll yeah. save you a couple bucks telling you to go to his competition yeah. until he can help you again. He knows that's what makes a customer for life. Everyone there is awesome. Everyone's there is great. CarltonInsurance.net. Check out James Carlton State Farm. Also, going back to the Native Hemp, if you go to NativeHempExtract.com, you go to HoosierSophisticate.com, click on the Native Hemp Extract tab, it's going to bring you to their site. You put They've got unbelievable flowers. Steve and I enjoy it on the show all the time. Native hemp flower. It's, it's so really good. good. It's CBD's CB- come a CBD long and CBG. Way. It is some tasty, tasty nugs, bud. Uh, but if you enter code HOSO at checkout, you are going to uh, receive a pretty significant discount 
And you're going to receive that product right away. Lucky. Um, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, I think that's pretty much it, other than the fact that we are here in the Sweet Leaf Emporium Studios. Mm -hmm. Festus is open for business. Farmington's open as always. There's deals to be had. All your Kratom needs, CBD needs. Kratom. Uh, Kratom. Uh, we gotta. We still gotta have a an episode or an hour where we just talk about what Kratom's doing. You know what I mean? What do you got going on here? What are you gonna surprise me with? Jesus. Jesus. I don't know if I know that one. It's Tom Petty. <clears throat> You'll get it. All right. Guys, thank you for joining us on the journey. It's been a fucking wild ride so far. I can't wait to see where we go from here. I'm going to stand up for this because now we got a lot of room back here. And this is just how I do. We always like to end our stuff with a little song. Um, you getting your Xylee? I'm getting the old Xylee. getting the Xylee out. We'll put the mics about right here. I don't, I don't here know so this song, so we're just going to find it. We're going to find it. It's a uh, uh, G. It's in G. It's in G, is it? It's in G, is it? Except this is I have a cable, so it's not actually G. This is a Tom Petty song, but there's a uh, version by the Lumineers that's pretty damn good. Oh, maybe. Oh, hold on. Let's pull this back just a little bit. Keep going, play. Get, get comfortable with the xylophone right now. There you go. Now we got the harmony in there. All right. Sing along at home if you know this one.
yeah, that doesn't.